Hey, Spelt Lorians, Abdul here. The episode coming up is a Spelt Lorigins we recorded two Christmases ago and released on our Patreon. With things the way they are, we wanted to give you some extra Spelt Lore in your lives, and we thought that it would be nice to make the Spelt Lorigins episodes available in the main feed. These episodes would, of course, not have been possible without the support of our amazing Patreon supporters. So, before we decided to release them, we wanted to hold a poll asking our Patreon community how they would feel about sharing this patron-only content in the main feed. The response that we saw was unanimously positive, with every single person uh, voting to share the content with the larger spell lore community. We were floored by the generosity of the community that has grown around the podcast, and we feel so grateful to each and every one of you. So, for the next little while, on the off weeks between our regular episodes, we will be releasing all of the Spelt Origins episodes. They're a lot of fun, and we hope you enjoy listening to them as much as we enjoyed making them. Thanks again to everyone who supported the show over the years by listening, reviewing, posting, donating, telling their friends about us. We can't say how much we love you guys. Take care. Okay, so the context is Billy and Tuck have been traveling together for a few months. How long do you think it was between Billy and Tuck meeting and then the beginning of Spout Lore? Um, nine months. Nine months? Okay, so we'll say this is like probably six months after the session sure. or after the first spelt origins okay i thought it was another charles eve oh, oh right so. yeah can we oh. do a whole year can this be another charles Eve? yeah we could make it that it was a, a full year, year. Yeah. have yeah. we said anything about the timeline no. i mean time goes sense? weird in the true true yeah. okay it's been one year that'll be the setup and um like basically you guys are traveling over a mountain range okay to get to like basically where the game starts like because the way that we talked about it is you were in a bigger city before mm-hmm. and then you Ving, and and billy linked up with dan to go to mudlark like that was the very first session so this is before you head to this big city which we still haven't named yeah and ving you said a long time ago when somebody asked why you're doing what you do oh, yeah, uh, is th- yeah is that you just want money and you've heard that this um little place that we're going to start the game in that there's like legends, there's stories of some great wealth to be won. <laughs> so you've just come to this town and you're like, all right, what's the situation? Because okay. you've been traveling on your own for how long do you think Bing's been on his own? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Eight years. Years? Yeah. yeah. Just kind of oh, yeah, wandering. Yeah. yeah. So. Cool. So, and that's, <clears throat> and then we'll, yeah, when we can start the recording session. And I'm going to be asking you guys a lot of questions for like, um, to name things or give me details on stuff like mm, just fun first thing that comes to your head sort of thing yeah yeah sounds good cool all right do we want to play well are we capable of playing the theme song um how about this time we sing a christmas version <gasps> of the theme song what's the christmas version <laughs> i'm dreaming <laughs> of a spell Christmas episode is here. We're down under from last time. 
And we're riding a crystal reindeer (laughs) to the bank. Yeah. (laughs) And when Christmas is over, that's when the sad times come. (laughs) Death follows Christmas for everyone. Spell lore! <laughs> Welcome to Spell Lore, everybody. Spell Lorigins, colon, the beginning, two, colon, this time it's everybody, colon, the Charles Eve special. The Charles Eve massacre is what I thought you were going to You know what? We haven't played yet. Who knows how it's going to turn out. This is the episode where we establish that Billy, Tuck, and Ving are connected to a series of unsolved serial killings. It's not. I think it would be kind of amazing if everyone died in this episode. Yeah. (laughs) Considering it's before the entire game. (laughs) Dig ourselves out of the hole. That's something that we never really reckon with is the fact every time we do a, uh, a prequel episode, you're all unkillable. Yeah. Oh. So far. Until now. Hey, guys, I'm going to jump off of this balcony. I hope everything is okay. And, what do I roll? And that, <laughs> and that was the voice of Abdulaziz playing Tacoma the First, brother of his current character, Tacoma the Second. <laughs> <laughs> Twin brothers with the same name. At the end of the episode, it's just like, hi, uh... I, we're all here at my bro- my twin brother's funeral. <laughs> Nobody knew that he had a twin. Mm-hmm. And also going forward, I don't want to ever address that I have a twin that just died. It's too sad. It's too sad. Never bring it up again. Also, please call me by his name. Yeah, and I'm going to wear Without his Without the accent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I imagine his name was Takome. Yeah. <laughs> Dome. Dome. And here we are, all together on Paul's farm... Uh, which is not a joke. We're on a farm that Paul is a tenant farmer at, and there are sheep beneath us, yeah. and a <laughs> and a wood stove of crackling. <laughs> that actually sounds pretty good. We got a steaming hot mug of dice, fucking role playing games. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, all right, and so what we're doing today is also today's special. Today is special because Wes, did you guys get me a gift? <laughs> Uh-huh. What? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Charles Eve, we have not established as a gift-giving holiday. Yeah. Is it his birthday? <laughs> is it? Is it? Wes, we should ask Wes. <laughs> is it your birthday? Is Scorpio? When is your birthday? It could be. <gasps> is it your birthday? No, Nobody whose birthday, birthday would say that. Mm. Wes, is, are you an orphan? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not till after Christmas Eve. <laughs> The Charles Eve Massacre. Charles. <laughs> Every parent in the principalities is ritualistically slaughtered in front of their child. That explains why we're all orphans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm Sean O'Hara. I'm your game master. With me, as always, playing... Wait, no, that's not how we do the intros anymore. Well, that's fine. Do it normal. Yeah, all right. With me, as always, playing Tacoma Dome the Barbarian, Abdul Aziz. Hi, everybody. Playing Fat Billy the Halfling Thief, Jessica Ty. Hello. Playing Ving oh. Vang. No. Am I not allowed that? You're allowed to do you're that, allowed technically. To do that. But are you making a choice? Okay, <laughs> I won't do it. Don't bow when you do it. Mm, it's really hard. <laughs> <to> not. <laughs> Jessica, put that put that gong away. Ah! 
Sorry, bring it everywhere. <laughs> How's anybody going to know when I'm entering yeah. the room or when the tournament's about to start? <laughs> Do you want me to enter you again? No, no. we'll keep that. Okay. I'm sorry, everybody. <clears throat> and playing Ving Vang Zumba, the half elf druid, Paul Oppers. Happy holidays. And also our technical producer, Wes Lord, on a mic. Hello. Yeah, it's fucking hot mics. A hot mic. Put it back. Christmas. What's that? <laughs> Maybe I should retrain myself. <laughs> I'm really afraid if okay. people are mad. No, that's fine. Uh, playing Aww. fat, Bi- playing fat Billy the Halfling Thief, Jessica Ty. Hi, everybody. There we go. You were so close to doing Why? it again. Why did Carol. you do? Oh, oh God, you did Carol. it again. Playing three fat- times. <laughs> playing fat Billy the Halfling Thief, Jessica Ty. Oh, <laughs> you did. <laughs> all right cut all that but we got a good one well i'm cutting yours for sure oh absolutely uh, with a last name like o'hara uh-huh. <laughs> uh did you know that the irish were also persecuted <laughs> oh hachi i'm irish and yeah. i fucking love <laughs> lucky oh. charms <laughs> uh the fact See, that if, irish if you had said that it would have been fine. What? Hochi Cho Lucky Charms? Yeah, but yeah, Abdul yeah, yeah. saying it. Race it. Okay, oh, yeah, I'm going to yeah, cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so that means that you can't say anything about... Konnichiwa! What? Whoa. That Holy was shit, that was really loud. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought we were doing a round robin of everybody's like racial background. Yeah. That's, it's hard to be racist towards Egyptians. Uh, nice uh, yeah, right. architectural wonders shit. Well, yeah. Do you always have to point out where you're going and where you've been? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. He did the for listeners. I guess this is going to be a Patreon thing because we're definitely cutting all of this. Out. Well, this is not going on Patreon. <laughs> no, I yes, don't want people. Well, I don't know, want did. people to give us two dollars and then find out we're all fucking racists. Uh, those are the $2. only people I would comfortable no, finding yeah. that out. It's the ten dollar level. Oh no. <laughs> No, but Paul did a thing the where he did the, the dark Egyptian walk level. where he points forward and back at the same time. <laughs> there's a secret level? Yeah, there's the like... like if you if you pledge like $13, the, yeah. you get all the yeah. racist jokes. We should have a, um, what do you call it, a disclaimer? Oh. And be like, only for like hard asses, you know, like people who can handle shit. Yeah. <laughs> Not PC lip cucks. <laughs> yeah. This, this is for the real Jordan Peterson fans out there. <laughs> No fucking goofs, am I right, bud? Yeah, yeah bud. Racist jokes to own the libs. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Oh boy. All right. Do we intro it a third time? I mean, we can pick up where we left. You don't yeah. have to start yeah. from the very beginning, but... And this session will... Uh, so last time we, we saw a little bit of how Billy and Tacoma uh, had their first adventure picked up shortly after the two had met. They hadn't yet met their, their pal Ving, and they had a wonderful adventure. Despite that. Despite the absence of Ving, they had a wonderful time in an elf cookie factory where they met uh, Grimsby the clerk, got into a scrap with some raccoons, and, and generally learned the meaning of Charles Eve together. And and they learned the uh, the true name of their friend Grimsby, uh, which we've been led to believe has some sort of special power over elves. Or maybe not. Or maybe not. Who can say? And... Uh, we pick up almost one full year later. Billy and Tacoma have been traveling together for a full year. Mm. Uh, what have Billy and Tacoma been up to in the in intervening time? Yeah, what are the five things that we did? <laughs> yeah, listen, back and forth. We high-fived a lot. 
Yeah, we went to the bear in the chair where Billy out ate a bear <laughs> for and, room and board. And got a t-shirt? And we, He got a t-shirt, but he did it every night yeah. for three months. We got, we got free room and board. Um, eventually, the bear got grew very tired of me, and I think I broke his spirit. Yeah, also the bear got diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get diabetes. The chair eventually broke. Yeah. <laughs> Now it's just bear. <laughs> and the second adventure. Um that was one adventure. <laughs> I get, the bear in the chair. You said you, you, you listed off one on your finger and said bear in the chair. Um there was uh <laughs> Billy got <laughs> wedged into a tree because <laughs> uh <laughs> there was a bunch of honey inside of it. <laughs> He got out with the help of his friend's rabbit. And... No, I had to cut the tree down. <laughs> it was really scary because I was trying, because he was stuck in the tree and I was trying to cut it down so it would fall away from him because very well it could have crushed him. Mm. It was a really stressful experience. Yeah. It was like 50-50 would land on like my face or my butt. And it was in a crowded area, so people were just watching it and they weren't helping. Oh, Until they the were, one guy yeah. spoke up and he said, Hey, you want to borrow my saw? <laughs> what was Billy's favorite adventure in the intervening months? <laughs> no, you just come, whatever comes off Jessica the top of your head. Okay. Just tried to. Cheat off of fine, me. fine. <laughs> this oh. is um, Tuck took me to an adult only. <laughs> How is that what you go for? Why would you say no, that? let her finish the thought. Actually, what did you say? What is what, uh, an adult uh, only? Um, uh, like all you can eat <laughs> breakfast buffet. <laughs> <laughs> why was why was it adult uh, only? Well, eggs were shaped like things. Yeah, and there was like adult entertainment, but uh, uh, Tuck didn't know that. You mean like <laughs> sports? We already paid, <laughs> <laughs> so Tuck, um, Tuck just like you know, kind of made a makeshift blindfold, uh-huh. and it was sort of like an eat in the dark experience for oh. me. Uh, but Tuck. Um, you know, I asked a lot of questions and, and, and Tuck filled me in with some of the details, but like, very vague. What's all that horrible sound? Yeah. yeah, I took him to a strip club, I guess. <laughs> Accidentally? <laughs> I like the idea that it was an accident. You it saw was, a buffet and you were like, nice. Yeah, it was a, I thought it was an all-you-can-eat buffet, breakfast buffet, but it was a, at a strip club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, in In your defense, like, Joe's Smush Factory honestly could have been anything. <laughs> it really could have been anything. You just saw a buffet. And the women there actually, they loved Billy. Oh, yeah. They... I got a lot of uh, back rubs. No. <laughs> no, like, no, fine. no, no. It was, they, I brought Billy in, and all of the ladies stopped dancing. And they put their clothes on, mm. and they were like, oh, look at this cute little thing. And they were pinching his cheeks, and they were feeding him eggs. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah, that's all that happened. <laughs> the rest of the patrons were very upset with us. I, 
didn't uh, I was not aware of that. Yeah. Because I was blindfolded. You were still blindfolded. <laughs> the blindfold stayed on. Yeah. What was that other place we went? Rick's Rick's Rubs and Scrubs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jessica was describing a business that is a it's a spa and it's just owned by a divorced guy named Rick and he just wanted a simple down home spa called Rick's Rubs and Scrubs. <laughs> so it's maybe it's the same Rick that owns Rick's Ropes. Who knows? Yeah, he sells ropes and rubs and scrubs. What's Rick's Rubs and Scrubs like, Billy? Um, yeah, Rick just well, he's really nice and he welcomes you in. And it kind of feels like you've walked into like a like a home hardware store, but it, you know, <laughs> but it's really just like everything is practical. And he he's like <laughs> he's like, do you um put your feet in these like like um I've never been to a spot like was on or a home hardware yeah no I haven't. <laughs> He's like, do you want facial? You you look a little sunburned. I'm like, hell yeah, I do. So I took him to a strip club and, I, and a spa. Come Sorry. on down to Rick's Rubs and Scrubs. We got rubs. We got scrubs. <laughs> That's about it. We got rubs. We got scrubs. You come in, you get a rub. You get a scrub 50% off. <laughs> you come on down to Rips, Rips and Rubs and Scrubs. Rips and Rubs and Scrubs is right next to Rick's Rubs and Scrubs. Hey, wait, wait. We gotta give you all the, the best times, and when we give you a good time, you get a hammer. Hey, this is Rick. Sorry, continue. We, on got, Rick. we got back rubs. We got back scrubs. We got foot rubs. We got foot scrubs. <laughs> we got it. This is Rick from Rips Rub, Rick's Rubs and Scrubs. We are not affiliated with Rips Rubs and Rips Old Rubs and Scrubs. Hey, over here, we across the street is it's bricks, rubs, and scrubs. <laughs> this is the town that's fucking full of spots. It, it's actually just three dads that all started ru- spots, and they all live together. And it's they all th- live together. Yeah, three guys that independently own spots. Uh, come on down to Nick's Rugs and Grubs. <laughs> We're too far away from the spa district to really take advantage of the brand recognition, but we're still here. We've got lots of rugs and some grub. Still got time? Come on down to Dick's Scrubs. (laughs) Mostly just showing scrubs. (laughs) All the scrubs you can handle. Come on down to Dick's Scrubs. I also like the idea that this isn't a radio station. It's honestly just a, a megaphone circle. that people walk in front of. It's the like soapbox, like the yeah. town square. Yeah. They're all in the same wagon. <laughs> that's what I like to think that in this world, like that's what a town crier is. They're basically just like living advertisements. They subsidize music. So like if you want to get like a discount bottle, like yeah. you don't want to pay full price. You have to sit through like a bunch of that bullshit before like it gets to the song. Like a free Spotify account where it's just everyone. If you listen to this 30 second (laughs) ad, you can listen to the whole bottle with no commercials. There's like an old shitty bottle, like an old Sprite bottle. So the quality is really crappy. (laughs) I like that. I was like, what what adventures have these two uh, incredible warriors and and, and and heroes gotten up to in this last six months? And you're like, well, here are the restaurants and businesses that we visited. That's mostly what we remember. <laughs> yeah. I think we took commissions too, but we mostly remember 
the okay because it's the most memorable thing when you accidentally take a kid to a strip club true it's also pretty memorable when a kid gets stuck in a tree absolutely it's pretty memorable when you go to a music festival uh-huh. and it's also very memorable what was the other thing a spa uh, the we, man yeah because <laughs> i had never been to a spa before right. and billy's never had a bath mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's really exciting they yeah. put me in one of those foot baths and i fit right in yeah. <laughs> And now, after these adventures, you find yourself because you've been uh, a few months ago. You hit like the the edge of the principalities, and you've sort of been traveling through. Um, and you've come to now geographically. So, at this point in the chronology, we've been to High Spear, and High Spear we described as being like kind of on the side of a mountain, mm-hmm. and that mountain is like part of a larger range that sort of marches through the middle of the principalities, mm-hmm. kind of. Uh, uh, not up and down, but east to west, up and down. north and south, <laughs> yeah. the other directions. <laughs> two of the or f- two of the other forty directions that we have. Um, okay, oh wait, yeah. are we on the top of the mountain? Or are we at the bottom? You're traveling through like a snowy mountain pass to get to the other side. Yeah. This is like yeah, okay. the yeah. So this is um, quite a deal. I want to say east of um, High Spear mm. and. Um, yeah, this is like the easiest way in this region to get through the mountains. Okay, and and we're uh, okay. And where were we before? <clears throat> like in parts of the principalities that we haven't talked about. Okay, and outside, which we also haven't talked. We about. We were outside the principalities yeah. before. Okay, and so yeah, you are you find yourself trying to travel through this mountain range to the southern prince, like the lower principalities, mm-hmm. and uh, Ving. What has Ving been up to? Uh, traveling around, try, trying to get some scratch together, mm-hmm. doing odd jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been working as a reindeer in a oh. <laughs> in like a nativity town. Okay, so sometimes doing some like shitty acting gigs, right? As a reindeer for like holiday celebrations mm-hmm. and and the like. And so. Uh, a nativity what is the nativity in this context uh it's uh it's um a stone uh it's a big hollowed out boulder that gets pulled around by a reindeer type uh-huh. person. <laughs> <sighs> all right <laughs> uh so that's what he's doing here he's just been working pretty hard on this doing a tour they're mm-hmm. doing like a traveling tour and he's working the reindeer mm-hmm. gig Sweet. Okay, so that's and that's the town that we're that Vig yeah. is in currently. What's yep. what's the town called? Uh, Proston. Proston. Proston is a little snowy mountain town that's where right. they do these weird hollowed out boulder dragging celebrations. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. And you've also heard uh, something that drew you to the town initially was uh, stories of some sort of great lost wealth. Like that's just one of the things that gets passed around every once in a while, like a local legend. So part of you is like. I wonder if there's any truth to that. But in the meantime, you've been just making working. money however I can. Yeah, exactly. And where are you? Where is Ving living currently? In the stable. <laughs> the stable. With the other uh, reindeers. As a rain. So have you been a reindeer for a long time? Yeah, he's incognito. He's not. Whoa. He's doing it for room and board. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and so, is this like a double identity type thing, where the people who pay you don't know you're the reindeer? Mm. You're just like I've got a real 
Yeah. Hardworking, docile reindeer. Yeah. yeah I'll yeah. go get him around this corner. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, uh, you I'll here. call you. <laughs> you come out here. Okay, leave the money. That's weird. We, on we, the reindeer's back, put it on the reindeer's back, and then send him into the stable, and then I'll come out with the money. <laughs> you can just tell the reindeer. Uh, uh, yeah, if the schedule shit changes, you don't have to find me. Just tell the reindeer. <laughs> you know what I do? I, I like to talk to the reindeer. Just talk to him like as a person to make to yeah. make some comps. I tell him like details of like interactions and yeah, and like payments and what time. <laughs> I also to be I'll there. tell him yeah, I'll tell him secrets. I'll tell the reindeer my deepest darkest secrets. Sometimes I tell him my bank code. Yeah, <laughs> he really calms them down. Yeah, the code that you give to the goblin that works at the bank. The password yeah. you have to yeah. say yeah. to the yeah. bank goblin. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, Ving's been living in this stable in in Proston and sort of figuring out his next steps at uh, money making wise. And uh, just if we don't want to, if we don't, but what I want to know what Grimsby's been up to. Everyone wants to know that. <laughs> so in the since uh, in the six months, can we play Grimsby's? Yeah, what's oh Intro that's music? that's my Grimsby. <laughs> that's my Grimsby. Wow. <laughs> Grimsby was sort of given the spark of adventure and hit the road after meeting up with a couple of dopes and and fighting the the second great raccoon war outside the cookie factory which name the El- Elderon Bread Co consolidated what has Grimsby been up to uh mostly going from elf colony to elf colony mm. um passed through high spear of course mm-hmm. um was sort of that was actually the first place that grimsby headed towards was mm. stopped at a few you know sort of minor like cobbling operations um sort of on the way to high spear uh just to check it out because high spear was sort of once this like center of magic and kind of legendary for all the elf labor that uh made it run and uh he was kind of taken aback at their peculiar understanding of what it meant to be enchanted mm. uh it was a little too upfront for his liking right um because traditionally it was it's in uh, grimsby even though he has more of a sense of individuality and wanderlust than your average elf um he's also fairly orthodox mm-hmm. when it comes to certain traditions like the name uh and and especially the, the holding sacred the idea of enchantment mm-hmm. and the true nature of enchantment which is no one knows the, the source yeah. of enchantment and so he was kind of taken aback that like that they let their discipline go a little bit in high spear um right. and would just be seen plainly although i guess there aren't a lot of options in a mall so busy and so packed and crowded if if you're hauling bodies out of a crowded food court, there's no easy way to do that subtly, but mm-hmm. um, it wasn't really his style. So now he's been traveling along the mountain ridge, um, uh, checking out the more traditional sort of mountain dwelling elves. Oh. Um, uh, other bakers, mountain bakers, um, mm-hmm. do their own sort of uh, pine nut infused cookies Nice up there. Uh, might be bringing some of those recipes back to Elderon. Oh. A little bit of a, you know, knowledge exchange. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grimsby, like like many um, even non-elf adventurers, has heard rumors of um, a very special place 
just north or not north, just above um, Proston in the mountains, um, sort of a recreational area that used to be frequented by one or more wizards um, that even the elves have kind of lost track of. And he wants mm. to reestablish a connection with that that faction, see what they know, how they're um, find out their own peculiar tricks, how they tend to stay hidden and and also how they've managed to evolve in such a barren area, even though they're near the town, the fact that you haven't heard from them in so long um, leads him to believe that maybe they've found a way to subsist on their own without um, trading surreptitiously with non-elves. Um, so he's been uh, basically, you know, bundled up and, and trekking through the mountains in search of this this sort of mythical lost group of elves. Sick. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That was way better than the backstories that we made for our <laughs> shitty characters. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's not a competition, but if it was, Wes would be winning. Um, also, but also less funny by <laughs> a wide margin. <laughs> More evocative. Uh, and that... Pine nut cookies are hilarious. Mm-hmm. Pine nut infused. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah, I guess firewood might be another... Another yeah. one of the industries out here. Oh, yeah, probably. Oh, for yeah. the elves? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like homes just, firewood's just appearing outside their homes. Yeah, you leave a bag of, of grain that you've been storing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, you get like a cord of wood. Yeah. yeah. So and but it only a... it only happens if you've planned poorly and you've run out of wood <laughs> yeah. and you're about to die. You can't just stockpile wood. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can stockpile wood, but then you don't need the services. Yeah, exactly. If you leave, leave grain out and you already have wood, it's just... It's just, loose grain. It's not enchanted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's uh, there's this old wives' tale that if you leave like a saucer of milk with a, some bread on top of it, out uh, the like you'll find a cord of wood there in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's good shit. Yeah. I mean, if you're a really bad planner and you run out of wood, but you also run out of milk and bread and grain, then yeah, you're fucked. Or, <laughs> I heard one story of a guy that said he left an IOU. For a bag of grain out, and he got an IOU for a bag of wood. <laughs> this is good. This is as good as money. So the elves are, uh, yeah, they've got a good sense of humor too. Yeah. <laughs> that we, guy did die though. I just picture him huddling around the IOU, is like, like slowly burning. <laughs> uh, oh, the last one. <laughs> oh, I guess. Thanks. Uh, the sweet, and so that is where we find um, everybody currently. So I'll set the scene. Okay. A bitter wind blows. Billy and Tuck, you were well Tacoma mostly. You struggle through a knee high snow in a dark wooded pass. the The jagged peaks of the mountains rise above you. Ugh. The dark of the sky above. Ugh. It's the snow is whipping in your face. You're freezing cold, and Inside your beard is a small boy. <laughs> Billy, you are up and safe out of the snow. I assume being carried by Tuck. I don't think he would let you walk in this sort of weather, or would he? No, he's in my beard. Yeah, and what's Tuck's uh, cold weather look? Uh, it's the same. I'm wearing a lo- loincloth, uh, except my uh, leather wrist straps. I have like 
f- furry. They're furry. They're furry. <laughs> they're fur lined. Yeah. Wonderful. Because uh, I didn't want to ruin the barbarian aesthetic. Well, I was imagining with... like a hide cape. Uh oh, like a little furry cape. <laughs> Not a or... little. Why would he get a furry <laughs> like neckerchief? Furry little cape. <laughs> you could have, you'd have Ugg boots. Uggs. <laughs> Yeah, so like, yeah, instead of my regular boots, it's like a little furry thing on the top of it. I, uh, I imagine like an Anne of Green Gables kind of. I got, I, I got, a, yeah, I got a couple of red pigtails, <laughs> and then just the little thing tied around that goes down to like the ends of your shoulders, basically. Okay, leopard, yeah, and the reason print. for that is that I did not prepare for the weather, and I traded with a tinker on the road, and he only had a child's cape, <laughs> and also these sex toy cuffs <laughs> oh, Jesus! that you re- you wreck the chain on yeah, yeah you're like just to like be like yeah. a little bit more warm i am doing like i'm trying to be helpful i'm kind of acting as his like um like the the clasp thing that you wear in front of the cloak so i'm holding the edges together so it's not around yeah the tinker was gonna give me the clasp and then i called him a little bitch <laughs> And then he refused. I heard you're not supposed to insult tinkers. Yeah, and this is why. <laughs> uh, great. And you know what? It's the damnedest thing. After I called that tinker a little bitch, every cup I've held is shattered within two seconds. <laughs> I don't know why. I just can't hold cups anymore. Uh, yeah, and that's where my unencumbered, unharmed <laughs> yeah. comes from. Out of necessity. Oh, not unencumbered, unharmed. Uh, oh, um... Muscle bound? muscle bound. Muscle that's bound. That's what it is. That's yeah. where muscle bound. Comes yeah. From. Now you just wreck shit. That's pretty fun that you wreck shit easily because you got cursed. Yeah, I got. I, yeah, that's why I broke so easily through that wall. Yeah, through out of uh, Alec. No, who? Uh, Cartwin's. Cartwin's apartment. Yeah. yeah. When you went to the Clearwater, you also ripped the doorknob off of a door. Yeah, it's because I have this curse. It yeah. comes in handy a, a lot. Restaurant boat. Yeah, I broke. Mm. The food, roof? Food boat. food boat. Food boat. Food boat. You guys wrecked food boat in some way. Yeah. You fucking monsters. We put it on the map. I also, <laughs> yeah, we also wrecked, um, what's his name? Lerm's house. Yeah, you've wrecked uh, everywhere and everyone. And because of this Tinker's curse. Okay. <laughs> it was mostly Lerm's supplies. Yeah. yeah. It was his oat. Still, though. <laughs> you stole his oatmeal. And yeah, I ate. don't think eating someone's food is a curse to wreck. No, it's a curse. It's a curse oh, man, this oh, curse is making me eat all of Lerm's oatmeal. Yeah. And you swished all the peanuts in your mouth. Yeah, I did. That was the curse. It's not a... when, I scre- <laughs> when I screamed at that old man in Alecky's house, that was the curse. curse. Um, yeah. Also, don't get mad at us for stealing tinkers from you, Patrick Rothfuss. That's not just Patrick Rothfuss. I think it kind of is. No. Isn't that just a job? Tinker is a job, but like yeah. these these like traders that you find on the road with like weird <laughs> odds and ends that may or may not be magical. Why don't no. we just call them a bunch of Trader Joes? Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. It yeah. wasn't a Tinker. It was a Trader Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Up until the curse, I thought you were talking about just uh, the profession, you know, like a oh, yeah. soldier or a spy or a tailor. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to guess? And if you get wrong, <laughs> you get cursed. Yeah. Well, we love to curse people. Yeah. I mean, this is like, this is a thing that's very much like the elf enchantment, where mm. it's like, it's very vague. And people who, like, people who are assholes will often just give an excuse. It's yeah. A self fulfilling curse. Uh-huh. Yeah. I got cursed by Trader Joe. Yeah. Sorry. I wrecked your chair. Sorry. I, I, beat up your brother i got cursed and he was a 
bit of a shit. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, that, uh, to, that is the winter look that we've got. A tiny cape, some furry cuffs, <laughs> some Ugg boots. Earmuffs. Sorry for yeah. yelling. Yeah. <laughs> I got earmuffs. Uh, you got earmuffs. No <laughs> hair on the head. No, there's, yeah. it's just like squirrels with a cord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Squirrel muffs. Squirrel muffs. Yeah. And Billy, any any uh, winter garb? Or are you just chilling just in the beard? Just the beard. Mm. And Billy's like rubbing my chest to try and keep yeah. me warm. Mm. It's actually working really well. It's not that. It's wor- it's working pretty good. Yeah, it's got to be toasty in there. Yeah. I'm too warm, to be honest, but I'm not going to tell him. <laughs> get really jealous. And so that, is, that has been uh, the most of your evening has mm. been like, because when you were coming up the mountain, it wasn't that. It was a pretty well-used like trail because this is sort of the best pass in this area of the range. And then night fell and the wind picked up and the snow started and then it just became a slog. Yeah. And that's what you've been doing for the last couple of hours. And I'm swearing pretty <laughs> constantly. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, Billy, don't listen to this. And then I'm just like, motherfucking. Earmuffs, Billy. Yeah, earmuffs, Billy. <laughs> it's really hard to like cover my ears, but also hold the cape. I because I'm still swearing. This is a period of time where I'm still swearing in front of Billy. It's the curse. <laughs> yeah, motherfucking bitch weather, bitch ass fucking wind. So cold, <laughs> fucking bullshit levels of cold out. Motherfucking witch's tit. <laughs> and you're you're getting kind of uh, in your in your fury. Part of your mind is like, well, you know what? As angry as I am, and as willing as I am to push through this, we probably do need a place to stay. We need to figure something out. Um, and you realize that around you, it just is snow and trees and wind. What do you do? Um, I look. I just look around to be like, is there a house somewhere around here? Mm. Sounds like a discern realities. Okay. It's going to be a 2d6 plus wisdom. Okay. Six, seven. Hey, so you get one question off the discern realities list, which I have right in front of uh, my face. Yeah. And the so you get one question off this list. What happened here recently? What is about to happen? What should I be on the lookout for? What here is useful or valuable to me? Who's really in control here? What here is not what it appears to be? Uh, what here is useful or valuable to me? Okay, so you're walking, and it's kind of dark. It's snowy. It's a little scary. And then the clouds shift, and the moon comes out, and you see over the ridge, probably half an hour walk from where you are, you estimate, you see some smoke coming up. Oh, sick. Billy, I see smoke. Oh, a fire. Yeah. Let's go to it. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, about half an hour later, you round the corner in this around the ridge that you saw and you see little lanterns and a clutch of homes and people sort of milling about. It's still early enough in the evening, apparently, that they are still outside. Uh, But there's a lot of windows with a lot of light behind them and some nice cozy looking chimneys with smoke pouring out. Mm -hmm. And you see a little sign uh, hammered onto a tree near the edge of town that says, Welcome to Proston. Population... And then it just says question mark, question mark, question mark. Wow, they really half-assed the census in this town, eh? Yeah. I'm fucking, I don't want to be in the cold anymore. Yeah. I just yeah. open the first house door and I go into it. No, you're like traveler uh, intuition. You see a big building with stables no, attached I, to the it's side. The this first, is boring. first house door. <laughs> All right, there, it's locked. Uh, and then I go to the window. I look at the window. Yeah, there's a... Um, uh, uh, 
squat woman sitting by a fire. I tap on the window. I'm like, hey. She, hey. she turns and she squints. Like, Over here. Hey, it's cold out here. Can you let us in? She gets up uh, from her fire and she waddles over. Fuck, to, hurry to the up, w- bud. <laughs> <laughs> she waddles over to the window and she wipes away the condensation and she squints out. Hi, we're travelers. And her eyes resolve the picture of like a huge bearded face in the window. And they open and then she like waddles over to the door and, and pops the latch and opens it up. She leans and goes, what are you doing outside? It's very cold. Can we come in? <laughs> yeah, come in. Come in. I've never been one to turn away a traveler. Thanks. Sick. <laughs> so uh, she welcomes you into a very modest one room shack uh, with a fire in one corner and a bed that's big enough for a normal sized person. <laughs> and uh, it's got a nice uh, rustic sort of kitchen island with some logs on the bottom. and. Um, <laughs> Some Christmas lights that don't work all the way. Uh, so it's like a it's a nice little clapboard house, and she and she says, "Please, please come sit by the fire. Take your boots off." Oh, that's very nice of you. What's, Thank you. Yeah, what's your name? Oh, I didn't think you would ask me that. <laughs> what? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Perhaps I was not aware of. Well, my name, of course, is. Uh, yes, every GM's weakness is thinking of names. <laughs> My names. Now we get to see how Sean does without the power of the internet. <laughs> uh, uh, it's not good. My name is Marjoram. Marjoram. Hey, hi, Marjoram. But you can call me Marge, the easiest one. No, I'm going to call you Marjoram. Okay, that's yeah. nice. And she, um, she takes... Billy out of the beard. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, he just learned all of these swear words because yeah. I was swearing all the way up the mountain. Yeah, sorry, ma'am, <laughs> oh, for that... my dirty mouth. <laughs> That's quite all right, little boy. The mountain pass is a tough place for anybody. And she kind of holds Billy like a kid, like sort of on one arm. She's like, you must be hungry after all that walking around. Oh, not really. I didn't walk at all. <laughs> Yeah, I'm hungry. Okay, then come and join me. Sup by the fire. Okay. And she's got like a, a pot sitting over the hearth and she spoons out some liquidy looking thing and she hands you a bowl. Okay, I start eating that. Yeah. And but I'm doing like one into my mouth and one into my beard to Billy. <laughs> oh wait, Billy's not in my beard. He's just, just putting soup in your yeah. beard. Because yeah. Yeah. I'm, that I'm, I'm used to Billy being there. So I am doing that just as a reflex. Yeah. What, you, what takes you out this way to Proston? Uh, uh, we, uh, uh, Tuck was busy uh, telling me a story. So he said, look out for the signs. And um, I, I forgot I don't read. And so I pointed the wrong direction and here we are you know what that is not an uncommon reason people come to proston what what's the industry here mostly lost travelers for the last several decades yes more or less (laughs) accidental tourism (laughs) this used to be a, a a wonderful tourist destination up until the the chalet clammed up, and now we don't get so many visitors anymore. What was what was the chalet? Oh, it was a beautiful, state-of-the-art 
Ski Chalet. Wow. People came from all around to see the magical, enchanted wonders of this incredible place and ski and uh, do other things, dine in the dining areas. I imagine they had a lot of things to do. I wouldn't know it. It closed long before I was born. Wow. Mm. Well, it was like 200 years ago or something. (laughs) Roughly, yes. Um, And, you know, nowadays we mostly get people wandering through the mountain pass or people that are are charmed by the stories of a great wealth to be found in the area. There's a great wealth. Legends. Can you tell us? Oh, I would love nothing more. They say, in the chalet, high, hidden in the walls, is a great wizard's fortune. But few have traveled to these, these airy peaks after a number of startling disappearances. Some say that travelers that arrive at the chalet never leave alive. So standard haunted house protocol, you go in, you try to spend mm-hmm. the night to get a fortune, and then you never leave. Yeah, that's what it was for a long time until just a couple years ago, we people actually started turning up dead. Uh. There have been a few deaths in the area, and now... And it's spooky sounds coming from the peak, so people don't go up there so much anymore. Where is, do you have, like, a local constable or, like, a sheriff man or something? Oh, we haven't had need of one of those for a long time. Well, what about the deaths? Hmm, you know, sometimes people die mysteriously. Okay. <laughs> That's just the way it goes in Proston. Okay, well, you you, uh, you seem to be very okay with, like, this... These mysterious deaths. I haven't mysteriously died. I guess that's true. It's worked out for me so far. I won't be going to that chalet anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your plan tonight? Um, I guess we should try and find somewhere to sleep. Yeah. Could, uh, I look around. It is very small. Mm-hmm. Um, is there like a, a B&B? Uh, <laughs> Nearby? There, there is. You're going to want to go to food. That's the place for you. It's the only the only uh, public house in the area. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's just, you'll find it. It's the only building that looks like it's worth being inside of. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for the gruel. Thank you for the company. Thank okay. you. What was your name again? It's Marjoram. Marjoram. What were your names? Oh, I'm Tacoma. Oh, yes. The small one said Tacoma. Yeah. What? What's your name, little boy? My name is Fat Billy. Ah. We're going to go over to food. Okay. Well, have a great night. Good night, Marjoram. And I, I hug her. Oh, good night, Fat Billy. Uh, thank you. Good night, Tuck. Good night, Marjoram. Goodbye. Bye. And she sort of whisks you to the door, and it slams behind you, and you hear the latch drop. Whoa. Wow. We must have really offended her. Yeah. Or she was. She might just be a senile old lady. Uh, who knows? I don't know how much of what she said is true. Yeah. Marjoram's a weird name. Marjoram is strange. <laughs> Tacoma and Fat Billy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a weird name. I put I picked Fat Billy up. I put him in my beard. I'm like, let's go to food. Mm-hmm. And so, a uh, little bit further down this sort of uh, road zone that you've got, they've tried to shovel it out in a sense. 
But you get the idea that the snow got pretty bad before they could do anything super great about it. <clears throat> you pass a few more houses like Marjoram's. And then you see uh, the only building in town that looks like it's worth being inside of. It's it's quite a lot larger than any of the other buildings. It's got two floors mm. and a balcony mm. and a stable. Wow. It's incredible. And That's this, a nice stable. <laughs> you can see it. And there's light, there's light inside. There's like lanterns burning inside the stables. And uh, yeah, and you see through the windows of food. You just see a sign above the door that says food. And um, inside, through the windows, there are people milling about, and there sounds like there's music, maybe. It's re- it's a really jumping place for such a weird town. Okay, yeah. Let's bust on in there. Uh, okay. Uh, I When we go to sleep, I want to sleep in the stable, though. It looks really nice. Okay. Yeah. Mm, yeah. We could try and get just like a regular bed. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> we don't have to. No, it's fine. If it you want to get stables. We can do stables. I'm just feeling nostalgic. Okay. For <laughs> what? My old stable. Oh, you had a Okay, you used to sleep in a stable? Yeah, I wasn't allowed in the house. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Duck is really sad. <laughs> like, and he's kind of, as he's walking in the door, he's like, who the fuck just makes a kid sleep in a stable? <laughs> and uh, so Ving. Is Ving currently in his uh, reindeer form or his? Yes, yeah, he was form? listening outside the door, maybe outside the window. Oh, you he's heard the, at yeah. the window of Marjoram's place because he's been going around trying to get as much information as sneakily as he can. And oh, as, a reindeer, as an elk! Wow, stealthy <laughs> giant reindeer just walking through town. <laughs> Part- <laughs> Part- <laughs> Leaning in, <laughs> a cup on doors, <laughs> putting his hoof up. Yeah, his little satellite ears moving he, around. Yeah, he can only get so close to the window because of his uh, horns, enormous antlers. Yeah. yeah. So you were peeking, you were hiding under the door, and your Scratching. huge antlers were sticking. Sounds up. on glass. <laughs> clack 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 clack. Uh, so are you like sneaking along behind Billy and Tuck at this point? Uh, no, I mean. Uh, he saw them there, and uh, maybe he 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 thought that they would look like very uh, capable and uh, you know uh, friendly mm-hmm. talk at the adventure adventure goers. Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> um, and Billy said that he was going to be sleeping in the stable, so he was getting it all really nice. He makes up a bunch of little <gasps> beds and it, it puts puts uh, closes off the half the door, so it gets a little bit warmer. Get some uh, warms up some some uh, dirty horse water, so it's a little more like tea. <laughs> <laughs> and shovels out some of the shit. Mm-hmm. And and so, do you do you plan on spending any time inside food? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking to the bar guy. Yeah, bar guy. He's really skinny. He's uh-huh. really tall. Uh-huh. Uh He's got long brown hair, and his name Kruger. That's the name Kruger, and I am the proprietor of food. And he's talking kind of loud because it's loud in here. Yeah. Like there's a person like playing a drum and singing, so it's just like boom, 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 boom. And there's like tambourines and shit. But he's he's only just saying the things that are on the menu. <laughs> boom, steak, fries, jalapeno <laughs> <laughs> <love> poppers. <laughs> boom, 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 baked salmon. Yeah, this restaurant has a lot. Yeah. We like to diversify. We're not good at any one thing, but we're okay at a bunch of shit. Yeah, I mean, it makes food. It, oh, yeah. 
So if you're wanting to stay, unfortunately, That's, it says that on a plaque on the wall. <laughs> we're not good at any one thing, but we're okay at a bunch of shit. Food. Yeah, underneath <laughs> that. So if you're wanting a room, unfortunately, it's a, we're we're pretty full right now. We got it's the um, you know, uh, it's the winter time around this time. This is the only time that this place is full. And yeah, we got the the Boulder Nativity is coming up in a day or two. So this place is just packed. People love that thing. Yeah, I've yeah, it's a classic winter's tale. Yeah. So if you're wanting a place to stay, you're gonna have to find it. We got no room at the inn, unfortunately. Mm. But we might have some room in the stables if you're interested. Billy, that was what you wanted. It was what I wanted. Wow. It's a Charles Eve miracle. Is that what today is? <laughs> I think we're like a couple. Close enough. Yeah, we're a little few days out from Charles Eve. Oh, okay. Charles Eve, beep, beep, beep. And uh, uh, it's gonna, so it's going to be one coin each for the stables. And, you're charging uh, us to stay in the stables? Uh, it's the nativity. Yeah, of course. Oh, hold on. I'm gonna try to course this man. All right, what's your so? Are you gonna try and just like force through with a defy danger charisma, or are you gonna try and parlay with him? What do you want to do? I'm saying this out of the corner of my mouth. Yeah, try and do that thing where you drug people. Oh, okay. I'm oh, gonna do that. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you've got golden root. Yeah. yeah, and you need to apply it to somebody in some way, and you notice that. Um, Kruger is like he's got one cup that he's washing and then he's got another cup on the bar that he's like drinking from it's just got ale in it or something like that okay I'll pretend I forgot which cup is mine I'll get his cup okay so oh. <clears throat> uh yeah so that'd be uh defy danger I guess um what stat do we think because this is like sleight of hand or are you dexterity yeah I guess it would be dexterity because you're trying to sneak something <clears throat> into his drink yeah, but I'm more like acting. Okay. Like, oh, this is my oat milk. It just turned a different color. And me and Billy are, uh, we've done this enough. I'm not really, like, I'm still new to this, uh-huh. but I am actively distracting. Uh, oh, okay, so that would be an aid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Plus charisma. Shit. Six. Okay. okay yeah. Perfect aid. situation to aid. Uh,. And I'm talking to him, and I'm like, so what's your what's the deal with the... How many women have you slept with? <laughs> Five. <laughs> plus uh, plus Bond? Uh, six. Seven. Seven. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh. So you just sneak through. Yeah, and so I'm like, how many women have you slept with? Is it a lot? Have you fucked a lot or what? Mm. Man talk. And Man I, talk. I smack him too hard. Wow, fuck. <laughs> you sure do. Yeah. <laughs> Oh Jesus! Um, you know what? I hadn't really thought about it. Yeah, what's if... going on with your dingling? Is it being... <laughs> wow! You know what? If if Proston weren't such a sexually open town, this would be an uncomfortable line of questioning. Yeah. What's, so what's going on down there? Is it getting used? Is it getting wet? Oh, it slick is and slick. Slick Rick down there is is he, is he doing a lot of water slide? <laughs> Duel is grabbing for Sean's penis. <laughs> He does this so much. Is, is, this is the project of being friends with somebody for too long is they just get really... Dick grabbing. <laughs> okay, with sexually harassing you. Yeah, I, and whatever. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I guess I've never known true friendship. Oh, <laughs> uh, there you go, bud. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
like your dick slipped out a banana peel. <laughs> so Kruger keeps washing his cup, and he's like, oh, it is not. It is inconsistent for me. My Kruger, we got an inconsistent love life here. The pool's pretty small in Proston, but uh, around nativity time, that's that's when I do better than worse. Huh? Yeah, you fuck you, a lot. Well, sometimes. When yeah. was the last time you had sex? Oh, man, you you better believe that it was within memory. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, you know it. Tell and me about it. So he like puts tell his, me details. He puts his elbow down on the table, and he picks up his drink. And he and Billy, what's Billy done at this point? Um, <laughs> Billy got a lot on his hands, like the bottle kind of slipped. So he was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> so he kind of rubbed it on the outside, but also like <laughs> dumped his hands in the drink <laughs> a few times. Just nope, nope, nope. okay. He just washed his hands in the drink. Yeah, so it's everywhere. Yeah. Um, and sorry, I'm still thinking about the fact that <laughs> Billy's drinking oat milk. Like, I don't know why that's so cute to me. Every time this little kid comes to a bar, he's like, do you have oat milk? <laughs> I always do. Yeah. Like, sure, here's your oat milk. Um, so he wasn't paying attention. He was for ta- people who are lactose intolerant. Yeah, you can't have regular milk. Yeah. From, uh, do cows make milk in this world? Yep. Okay, good. Brown cows make chocolate milk. Oh, no. That's established now. We have flavored animals. Uh, So, yeah, Kruger uh, puts his elbows down on the table, and he picks up his drink, and he starts drinking it. He says, well, the details of my last sexual encounter are as follows. It was me and another person, and we both agreed to have relations with one another. You know what that's like. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, yeah, totally. And then we did it all the way. Yeah, t- yeah. And at the end, I thought, great. Huh? I high five him. He high fives you back. Uh, and you get golden root on you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> which, uh, which, so, because Billy got a lot of golden root on the cup and uh-huh. he was holding it with both hands and he was drinking from it. So, so he's covered in As stuff. soon as I high five him, I realize what I've done. I'm like, fuck. And, uh, <laughs> but all that that means is that you and Kruger are quickly becoming like the best of friends. Oh. <laughs> yeah. There's a point. And Billy, like, he's just no, really. No, I'm in- jealous. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be cool, but I'm getting jealous. Yeah, because they're getting really like pally. They're like, smacking each other like and tuck there's just something about this kruger guy something how he looks like a a scarecrow with a wig on and something about how he has had sex for sure you love him yeah kruger starts going for his penis (laughs) kruger's like what about your dingling and he starts grabbing at your dick like all right i let him you and me do it (laughs) describe this now he uh he's just playfully batting at it But it's behind but it's behind your loincloth, so he's just kinda hitting your loincloth. But you know, and he knows, he's touching your dick. Sick. But it's friendly. Yeah. He's and so they're talking and then he's like, you know what? Yeah, so he's saying that last time he had sex, he thought, Great. And the other person, get this, also had a okay time. Wow, that's what I don't think you could ask for more out of a sexual experience. Not in my experience. That's Mutual for sure. completion. 
Oh. Oh, I... Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We both, for sure, did the thing that happens at the end, which <laughs> we both know is pretty good. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, Anyways. your dick barfs up a bunch of white shit. <laughs> 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 you say that, and he's got a, he's drinking, and over his cup, you see his eyes widen <laughs> when you say that, and he puts his cup down and says, "Yeah, that happened." I I like the idea that uh, Kruger has actually had sex, <laughs> and he's just really weird at describing stuff. <laughs> yeah. He's like, all right, now, uh, how about I pour some liquid into a glass, and you let that go into your mouth for sustenance. <laughs> Uh, down into your stomach because that's what in this building happens in my position. <laughs> Don't forget what's near your stomach. It's your wallet. That's right. Go into your wallet. Get your some money. Give me that money for that drink. Then we're starting back at the bar. The drinks go in to your tummy, which is near your gold pouch. Then the gold. I, I pour the drinks first into a cup because that's a convenient size and measurement for you to hold in your hand to bring up to your face hole that the drinks go into. Then we all know what happens next. Sorry. <laughs> High five sound. I'm starting to like the idea that maybe Kruger's not even human. Yeah. <laughs> he's just... He's like... He's an automaton. Yeah, he's like a weird... Pinocchio. He's something that is disguising itself as human in this He's tab. desperately trying to describe what it's like to be a person. He's an enchanted rocking chair. <laughs> he's a chair that's been turned into a person reverse Beauty the Beast style. Yeah, Proston is really weird. He's, uh, <laughs> there's a chair tending bar. <laughs> And he's and he's drinking and he's having a great time and Billy he's having a great time he likes you too he's he slides you another oat milk after you finish yours oh this one's on the house little guy and he's getting a little drunk now <laughs> drink it like a cat yeah don't all kids do that puts yeah. it on the floor yeah yum, yum, yum. puts his hands down by his sides just leans over it like, like a bird a yeah <laughs> you know like a cat when they put their hands by their sides and tip over something and he says you know what. We truly do not have any room here. <laughs> He's hammered. He's, we absolutely have no rooms in food tonight. But what you can stay in the stables, it's pretty warm. And I'm not even going to charge you. Oh. Wow. You're a real pal. Yeah. You're pals. Oh. You're both such. You know what? I feel like I've made a real friend tonight. Yeah, we've all made real friends. And then I, uh, I sc scoop behind the bar and I pick him up. Oh, hi! Like under his butt. Yeah. And up onto my shoulder. And I'm like, what's your name again? Kruger. <laughs> I'm like, everybody, let's sing a song to Kruger. Yeah. And then I, yeah. And well, then you sing a song? Yeah, yeah, we all. You sing a song. Yeah. And uh, I lead, I'm like, this is a call and response. Oh, one time a Kruger came to town. Came to town. Came, came to town. Uh, Kruger got his dick real wet. Dick, dick real, real wet. wet. Dick real wet. <laughs> <laughs> is Billy also singing? Yeah. Billy doesn't understand the call response. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kruger is the man of town. 
Man of town. Man of town. He will never make you frown. Make you frown. Make you frown. And when he gets up and down. Up and down. Up and down. That's when he will bust his frown. <laughs> bust his frown. Bust his frown. Kruger! Uh, and everybody's having a great time, and everyone in the bar knows. A lot of people in the bar know. Yeah, all the all the glasses <laughs> clink. It's a really great time. And the people in the bar that know Kruger are like, he's wasted. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you see people start just getting up from their tables and going behind the bar and grabbing bottles of beer and stuff. <laughs> and they're just ignoring the situation. Cool. But they're smiling. Everybody's having a good time. And Ving, in your caribou reindeer form, you are you, you hear this like raucous singing from inside the bar. <laughs> yeah. And is Ving just like, he's just content to chill out here and wait for these folks? Well, he's trying to... Put together the pieces of the mystery of, to find this money. So right. So what has Ving heard so far about this uh, part Charlotte? of the treasure and why he's an elk? Mostly, like part of the 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 story of the Boulder Nativity is the elk that pulled it had a golden rack and golden hooves. So he's through his travels found out that this was probably an enchanted being. The story, oh. and so. That he's come, that he thinks the treasure is this golden rack and the golden hooves oh. of this enchanted beast. So he's taking the form of this, and he's got like gold foil wrapped around his okay. antlers, and he's got spray painted hooves. Yeah, yeah. So he's playing the part, but he he's putting together the pieces to really track down this the golden rack. Okay, sweet. And um, so there, you've heard that there is, you've heard stories that, especially after these, like. Uh, these deaths that have happened in the last couple of years, like there's only been a handful, but it's enough that it scared people away. Uh, there are stories about like what might be lurking around the chalet. And what has Ving heard about that? Um, <clears throat> like you said, strange noises and, and uh, people entering and not coming out and, and, and that it's, it's hard to uh, see anything. Like it's a constant blizzard. It's a very strong storm oh. that won't let up even in the summer. There just seems to be this constant bad weather mm-hmm. surrounding the area, so nobody can get through. Okay. <clears throat> so that's that's what's keeping people out. Is this like horrible weather? Yeah, and all the rumors of death. Yeah, and so when you say that the that the rack and the hooves are the are supposedly the treasure, like are they attached to this thing still, or is there like rumors that they're still up at the chalet? Yeah, waiting to be collected. Yeah, that they're at the chalet. That they've um, been mounted like it was a beast. Oh, that okay. Was, was taken as a trophy. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um. Great. Yeah. And what is is there anything that he like? Is Ving starting to feel pretty? good about trying to go up there yeah but he needs he needs more people yeah he needs some muscle yeah some muscle and some distraction and he saw this he saw billy like whipping up together this mm-hmm. little this this little concoction and then he saw the way that talk kind of and he, he thought that they were he was just a genius he didn't know how bumbling it was but yeah just like these guys played the whole town look at them they, they get as much beer as they want and it's incredible this yeah. is amazing how they've played kruger Smart. So yeah, it, there's a there's another couple hours of you all having a great time with Kruger and, and the other patrons of food, and um, yeah, the the night is sort of drawing to a close. A lot of people have fallen asleep at their chairs or slumped over the bar. Uh, and what are Billy and Tuck up to? I'm just like hanging out in the kitchen, 
and um, I have one of like the the green con- or one of the uh, sa- salad the salad container. <laughs> oh wait, Billy's in the kitchen. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's been a few hours, so I'm having my midnight dinner, uh-huh. and uh, I just like. <laughs> I'm just picking through the salad like, I like this beat. I like this waffle. I also sing at the same time. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what you're singing is, I like this beat? Yeah, eat it. I, I like this waffle. Um, <laughs> I like this croat, which is a carrot. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. It's yeah. That's this. Billy doesn't really eat salads, but he uh, he likes to forage through them. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Tuck, you find Billy in the kitchen after like digging through all their food. The uh, party's still going on behind you. And I'm like, hey, Bill, Billows, do you want? Do you need to sleep? Huh? Yep. Uh, yeah, just a minute. Okay. <clears throat> do you want to work your way through that salad and then come find me? Yeah. And okay. then I'll put you to bed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I'm like, I got to <laughs> pull out the cape, but I'm like, we can try swaddling you again, see if you like it. Okay. <laughs> it's just like last time I got really sweaty in it and uh, I still had nightmares. Okay. Well, I, well, uh, 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 what if we, <laughs> and I, well, I pull out a pacifier that I got from the Tinker Tool. What if we try this? I have no idea what your age is. So I... this is, I don't know if this is inappropriate or not. I try not to look too excited. I, <laughs> I have heard of these. I've always wanted to try one. Yeah. Incredible. So you, and you head off to the stables to try this out. I'm letting him finish the salad. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. I like this kale. Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> and that goes on for probably another 15 or 20 minutes as he picks all the stuff that he wants to eat out of the salad and leaves a surprising amount of it behind. Mm. Almost all the leaves except for the kale. <laughs> Just like root vegetables and shit. Yeah. It seems to be mostly what you were looking for is root vegetables. That's always what I'm looking for. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's that's sort of the end of food night. Basically, everybody in the bar has either gone upstairs or has passed out. Mm. Okay, yeah. So I'll just grab a bottle of ale for mm-hmm. the for the night and then head with billy into the uh stable oh you actually so you're digging behind the bar and you find some good stuff oh it's a little thing called ember mead oh and it's a drink made from fire bee honey <gasps> so it's oh. fermented fire bee honey and it's naturally warm cool and it's got this like nice smoky taste this nice red te- uh color mm-hmm. and you, you you dig that and you're like oh this might be nice for the kind of cold weather outside yeah so you got this little smoky bottle of uh of liquor with you and you head into the stables and in the stables are um a single bedraggled looking horse <laughs> that's standing up and asleep dead asleep like mouth open tongue lolling out <laughs> and um there's two pigs that look like they just had an argument and they're not on good terms. <laughs> and in the corner, you see a large caribou with foil covered antlers and what looks like painted hooves sort of sitting next to a tantalizingly comfortable looking pile of hay mm. and, and then- a churned up bucket of horse water. <laughs> yeah, steaming horse water. <laughs> And the caribou stands up and then puts stands up on his hind legs and puts his hands out and, and bows and says, Welcome. What? Oh, holy shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, wow. Talking animals. <laughs> clop, clop. 
hello, are you the mayor of this barn? <laughs> I am not. I am but a traveler like yourself. Um, well, what is your is name? Is this freaking you out? And he's pointing at his antlers in his face. And Well, I mean, I let's take three steps back, actually. <laughs> uh, for, no, yeah. Uh, well, Do you want some hot tea? Can you explain to us why you're talking, how you're talking? I knew it'd come to this. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's kind of the first question that comes to mind when you meet a talking animal is how is it talking? It's, it's at this point that you realize that this caribou has like gills oh. in the side of its neck that are sort of moving in and out as it talks and breathes. Mm-hmm. So just... It's got gills. It's a caribou that's talking and standing, and it has gills. How drunk are you? I I don't really get that drunk ever. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Billy, how drunk are you? Oh, I am not drunk at all. Uh, um, and a, <laughs> a bunch of salad <laughs> falls over my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was so funny. <laughs> it is. That Billy was just stuffing leaves into up. his clothes. It's the opposite of being drunk. Is oh, I'm not drunk at all. See? Yeah. <laughs> Look at my shirt lettuce. Um. Okay, I, I want to know if you guys, if you could help me out. Well, what do you need, what do you need help with, strange caribou, talking caribou? <clears throat> I need some money. And I heard about this treasure. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to ask us for money. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have a lot. Uh, and uh, I heard you talking to the lady. And you seem like you're from a faraway land. Yeah. And you've been traveling for a long time, I hear. Mm-hmm. And you're still alive, mm-hmm. which is impressive. And I want to still be alive and find this treasure. Well, what are you... Well, yes. Do, do you need help to get the treasure? That's what I'm saying. Okay. Well, yeah, we can help. Really? Yeah. That was easy. Yeah, well, we don't have a lot going on the next couple of weeks. I, I'm well, I'm busy, and I walk away. He's, he's just started to learn to negotiate. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's... He's doing the walking away from the table move. <laughs> He's doing it really early in the negotiation. <laughs> He's walking away from the stable. Yeah. No, I'm walking deeper into the horse water. Oh, don't go near that horse. That horse <laughs> died days ago. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, honey, what? come away from that horse. Uh, why is he still standing? Oh, don't go near those pigs. They're gay and fighting. Uh, what? Why does that affect me? Uh, uh, <laughs> and I realize I kind of look like yeah, a pig. And they're they're both in heat. Oh, I try Gay to look heat. less piggish, and I back away. Okay, so I pull up a bale of hay and to, close to the caribou stall that he was in, mm-hmm. and I sit down. I'm like, just sit down and tell us like exactly what where the treasure is and how and how we need to get it. Okay, it's up in the chalet, I think. It could be in the chalet that everyone's talking about as being haunted where there's we nobody has seen uh Heidner hair of it. Uh and we need to get in there, but everyone who's going in there has died. That yeah. kind of stuff doesn't really scare us away. No, we haven't died yet, so I think our chances are good. Yeah. Hmm. We we have a 
pretty good streak going of staying alive. Yeah, one, uh, 100%. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, me too. Mm. Wow. Not like that horse over there. Yeah, what killed him? Time. <laughs> what kills all of us, my friend? Uh, I don't know. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, uh, an arrow. Yeah. Uh, maybe um, like a, a shark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of things that kill. Time, for sure. <laughs> I don't know. If you, if you guys want to help, I, I mean, I, uh, I, I, we could really, could really use some help here. How, how do I know? Because I am calmed down now. Um, after that horse shook me up. Um, how do I know to trust you, caribou boy? Well, m- maybe this will help. And then, and then the caribou uh, uh, turns into a man on all fours. Oh, I am naked. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that means that he's been a caribou for so Too long. long. Oh, okay. Shit. How the... long have I been a caribou? And you see, like the little little points of uh, the tiny points on his ears. Yeah, I also see the other thing. I look away. Oh, his dang, his yeah. ding dong, yeah, his dingling. Yeah, I grab a handful of hay. Yeah, yeah, cool. That's what he calls his dick. And put yeah. it over my ears. Yeah. <laughs> and I go, oh, you're druid. Wait, do I know what druids are? I don't know. Because one thing that we've established is that they're not super common. Uh-huh. And that Ving is definitely unnaturally powerful, for, even for a druid. Because they can usually only take one form. Can I roll a spell lore to see if oh, I know yeah. what a druid is? Spell lore. Mm. 2d6 mm. plus intelligence. Seven. Yeah, nice. Um, plus what's your, oh, your intelligence is zero. zero. Yeah. Um, so that means that you know something interesting, but it's up to you to make it useful. Mm -hmm. And what you know about druids is, yeah, what we, and what the listeners know about druids, they are a type of person that has developed a, a communal relationship with usually a single kind of spirit and which allows them to take the form of that animal. Mm. Yeah. So wow. that leads you to believe that Ving has uh, taken, or no, this name is none of your business. Yeah. That this person has uh, developed a communal relationship with a caribou spirit. Whoa. You're a druid. Well, I'm not, I'm not an official druid. I was never trained as a druid, but yes, I have druid blood. Whoa. Wow. I've never met one in real life. One? What? A druid. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just watch your terms. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You 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 people are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's an official term of a druid, so I'll accept that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but what I, one isn't? They don't like to be referred to in the singular. Because they're intrinsically dual. Yes. Whoa. So it's an insult. They're shapeshifters, so they're not they're not one of anything. Yeah. They're part of a many. Yeah. Uh, me likey. <laughs> Wow, Wow, Sean, you have an erection. Yeah, (laughs) Fantasy shit gets me fucking hard, bro. Yeah, okay. (laughs) How's your dingling? Get out of here. Wow, this is amazing. I've never met a druid before. I have so many questions. Like, when you transform into something, does your dick turn into, like, that thing? Yeah. 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 Wow. It turns into whatever part. Is it the same size or does it get bigger? No, it's the same size, so it's pretty bigger. <laughs> <laughs> no high fives. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, he moves from an empty high five into a handshake. Uh, my name's Ving. Uh, it's good to meet you, Ving. Hi. My name's Tacoma Dome. Tacoma Dome. I'm a dusky stranger from a far off land. Yeah, I can see that you have a great friendship in your eyes with this young boy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, What's your name? My name is Fat Billy, and I am halfling uh, from Lone Tree Hill uh, in the Everwood forest yeah. or whatever. <laughs> I forget. Of, I've heard of it. I've heard. I've never met a halfling before. It's nice to meet you. Yes. Fat? Is your name's Fat? It's just like uh, there's other Billies. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a salutation. It's like Mr. Oh, well, yeah. Mr. Fat. <laughs> just fat. <laughs> no, it's just Billy. Oh, Billy. Yeah, that, I, that's better. <laughs> Little baby bouncing boy, Billy. Yes. Uh, where are you from? Ah, ah, uh, 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 he gets really nervous and doesn't really like, sh- he gets all shifty and... Oh, hey, yeah. You can yeah. trust us. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I move towards him. I see how like nervous uh, he's got, and I do that thing when you calm down a nervous horse, and I'm just like... No, uh, uh, yeah. no, 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 no. I pick up a carrot off the ground. I'm like, easy boy, easy boy. I'm like Robert Redford in The Horse Whisperer, wow. and I like I do that thing where you race to... <clears throat> Like your index finger and your pinky. I don't know. I've like never crocodile seen you music festival. Yeah, I do a Crocodile Dundee where I'm like, what are you easy doing? boy, easy boy. But I'm a man. I saw this on a play once. A play. I saw a play called Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> Put that banana down. Okay. <clears throat> so you've agreed to, to help? Oh, yeah. That was like... I feel like it was half an hour ago we agreed to help. Oh, it was okay. easily. Yeah. <laughs> well, You'll good. help me even though I won't talk about my past? Yeah, man. We've all got dangerous, strange pasts. You know what? If we help you and and it goes okay, you, you get to tell us about your past after that. Yeah, How about you that? get to. Yeah. You have the privilege <laughs> to tell th- me. Threaten me with a good time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've all got strange pasts. Billy literally can't remember anything that happened to him past two weeks ago. Uh, what? what? Is that true? I, no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Billy, I can relate. Yeah. <clears throat> I have a terrible memory as well. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And then he looks away wistfully and I've got a tear. <laughs> terrible memories. Yeah, so with the um, help asked for and given, uh, you just kind of pass the rest of the night. You cuddle up in the hay, I guess. And... Uh, you see, as you're falling asleep, Billy, you cuddle up in the hay as well between um, Tuck and this very warm person. Mm-hmm. And you look, and the light from the lantern is still on, and you see, looks like those pigs made up after all. Oh. And they're just cuddling away in a corner, and the horse is definitely still dead. <laughs> <laughs> and the morning comes, and you and you get ready, and you, you pack up. Ving puts some clothes on. Um, or do you turn back into a caribou? Uh yeah, this is this is how uh, I've been moving around the town mostly. So, yeah, inconspicuous. Yeah, yeah, you know the you know the deal. Whoa! Oh, uh, shapeshift roll. Oh yeah. Oh, it's been so long. Yeah, <laughs> this is the first shapeshift roll in forever. <clears throat> it's been a long time. Yeah. Uh, so that's a two d six plus your wisdom, my man. Okay. Five. Just a full-on failure? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you've ever failed a shapeshift yeah. roll. 
Huh. I don't know. Yeah, he might have once or twice. Um, <clears throat> man, what even <clears throat> happens is what I'm asking. Well, I mean, now he's... He's this naked guy? He's unable to transform back into the elk. Yeah, I guess that's I guess that's the Or the caribou. Sorry. I guess that's what it is right now. Uh yeah, so you you wake up and you know, maybe it's some maybe it's how you slept. Something's going on. Could be that he's been a caribou for the last like two yeah. weeks consistently. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So it's like Worn out. his spirit's tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. The caribou's like enough <laughs> i'm just gonna be chilling eating some spirit grass fuck off don't call me <laughs> oh caribou <laughs> not happening um yeah maybe that is what Shit. it is you feel like <sighs> you just can't call the caribou spirit to you and you're having trouble calling like any spirit right now yeah so it might be a little bit before you're able to get back into another form damn it yeah Ugh. so you're gonna be huffing it but with regular feet uh-huh uh so is the plan just head up the mountain right now yeah maybe so we get that, maybe we get some supplies or something yeah food is definitely the place to go there isn't really much in the way of a store here food's kind of an all-purpose building it's a bar it's a b&b it's a post office it's a general store it's a barber shop it's, it, a, it's a place where you get singing lessons it's a laundry also kruger can marry people they make keys <laughs> um and like if you ask him yeah, you got to ask, though. He actually, sometimes when he's been drinking, he'll do it without you asking. <laughs> he'll just grab two people's hands and say, you're married. And then you're legally married. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is awesome. a wild town. <laughs> Almost no rules, it seems like. <laughs> Definitely no sheriff. And you know what? Some people, legends say, Kruger's the sheriff. And Kruger seems like a crazy tyrant. <laughs> <laughs> tyrant is such a strong word. Uh, but you head into to um, you head into food. Vink and... found a uh, an apron that they they were using for the farrier's apron. Uh huh. And so he's wearing that. So his back is open. But <laughs> okay. He's got his <laughs> and his covered. ass is out. Yeah. 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 Great. Uh, so you walk into food, and there's still some people asleep on the tables. But Kruger's up, and he's sweeping, but he's kind of squinting, like his head hurts. He says, "Oh, hey, what's up?" Yeah, hey Kruger, you fucking maniac! Yeah, you son of a bitch! Yeah, you li- you dick licking piece of shit! You little butt touching garbage man! Come here! Yeah, you get over here, you, you stupid fucking cuck! Hey, fuck you, buddy! And he hey, hugs you. Yeah, yeah, I hug him back, and I'm like, we need supplies. We're going to that death house. <laughs> he he puts a hand on your shoulder and he pushes you back and he says, "No." Yeah. Why? I don't know. We're bored. (laughs) (laughs) Says, if you're bored, just do what everybody else in Proston does. Just get hammered. Yeah, we were hammered last night. Hmm. I literally drank an entire barrel of your mead, and I didn't get drunk. Wow, you drank all you of my mead, of the ember mead. You made me do it. It was pretty funny. Yeah. You said that <laughs> you said that I uh was cool. You were and you barfed so much. Yeah. And I respected you for it. I did a handstand on the barrel of mead and I drank upside down. We don't even know how you did that, like physics wise. Yeah, it doesn't really work that good. Because anyway. there's no pressure in it. <laughs> Anyways, if you need supply if you're really sure 
I'll I'll get you some I don't know bread or something. Yeah, give us some bread, yeah, some wh- dried apples. What do you want, little guy? Anything special? Um, yeah. Can I have some more salad and uh, <clears throat> maybe like that bag of potatoes over there? The bag of potatoes. This bag is as big as you. Let's start with one potato. Oh, fine. So he gives you a potato and some salad, which I imagine Billy immediately starts picking through to find the stuff that he likes. No, he'll put it all in his shirt, but he'll do that later. He doesn't like anyone watching him do it. It's <laughs> so a weird. That is a, a weird thing. Guys, I have my flaws. <laughs> and uh, Kruger looks at, at Ving and is like, hey, I got a new friend, too. Yeah, we met this guy last night. Oh, he says hey Kruger because he's he's known him, but he doesn't. He forgets that. Yeah, no. Are, are you heading up the mountain with these folks? <clears throat> oh yeah. Do you have pants? This guy needs pants. Do you have any clothing I can buy? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I've got some extra stuff lying around. And he's just like taking clothes off the drunk people. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No, I'll buy. Yeah, sure, I'll buy them. I mean, <laughs> how cheap are they? Oh, you know what? This whole this whole bundle, two coins. For pals. Oh, wow. Thanks. No, I'm good. Thanks. And he takes <laughs> clothes off the drunk people. They don't wake up. <laughs> and uh, so that takes a little bit. He gives you some basic food, some bread and some dried fruit and a potato <laughs> and some salad. And uh, some. he fills up your water skins and stuff like that. And you start heading up the mountain. Now, this chalet, uh, which is just called like Prostant and Ski Chalet and Resort, uh, you see the little sign near the trailhead that leads up to it. And um, we're going to do this because the trail is like totally snowed in. Like it's very. And it's like overgrown. Yeah. Like, like a witch's forest. Yeah. Like the trees Ooh. are thick. The snow is deep. And it's going to take you a perilous journey roll to get up there. So everybody's going to give me. You're going to choose a roll. Like we have uh, in times gone by. So perilous journey requires three. Uh, rules. Somebody needs to be the quartermaster, somebody needs to be the trailblazer, and somebody needs to be the scout. I'll be the trailblazer. Mm-hmm. I'll be the quartermaster. Mm-hmm. I guess I will scout. Alright. So that's 2d6 plus wisdom. 10. 5. 9. Okay. So trailblazer. Okay, so the trailblazer fails. Yes. Uh, and the quartermaster succeeds, so you're able to perfectly spread out the food that uh, that Kruger gave you, so you don't run out, and you eat like almost less than you expected to. <clears throat> and Ving doesn't need food anyways; he's eating yeah, that's spruce right. tips, and yeah, totally. frozen bulbs he finds <laughs> in the ground, just kind of gnawing on plants as he goes. Yeah, yeah. And um, Billy, you are. How are you scouting? <clears throat> Um, in this deep snow, out of curiosity, I am just sitting on Tuck's head. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, oh, and keeping and, an eye out, and I'm doing this, <laughs> which in an audio medium could be described as oh, um, like when you are looking through binoculars, but you don't actually have binoculars, mm. and you make your hands into binoculars, yeah, hand binoculars, yeah. yeah, yeah, rotating them ever so slightly, <laughs> yeah, perfect. Uh, and you don't, yeah, you're keeping your eyes open. You don't really see. Um... Yep. Yeah. So you, and as you're heading up the mountain, you don't really see any trouble um, from where you've been sitting on Tuck's head. But Tuck, you're, 
having a lot of trouble with this uh, area and you start to think as you're walking up this snowy deep trail higher and higher up the mountain, you're like, this has just got to be a faster way. Mm -hmm. Like there's got to be an easier way. So you're starting to point off the trail and you're convincing a billion Ving to force them, force their way through the brush. And it takes a lot longer than you expect it to, to the point where the sun starts to go down. Like you've been walking for hours and hours and, um, Ving's able to keep the food going and Billy's able to keep you out of trouble but it's getting dark now. And as it starts to get dark, the wind starts to pick up and this blizzard comes out of nowhere. You get a certain height up the mountain and then it's just wind and snow. It's sheets of sleet and some rain, like frozen rain. And you start getting lost in this, in this blizzard. What do you do? Uh, I, uh, I guys, I think I, I think we're lost. I can't see anything in this blizzard. Do we have anything to tell us where North is? Yeah. Do you have anything? Do uh okay, I think I have a compass in my adventuring gear. Yeah, so you would mark off one of the three uses of adventuring gear. Okay. And then you have a compass. Okay. Yeah. So I pull out a compass and I look at it. What happens? Do I have to roll? Um No, it tells you which way is north. It's north, right? That we have to head? Well, we have to go up. Yeah. Wait. Is up north? <laughs> this is when you guys are realizing the need. That is cool. <laughs> Do you think up is north? Yeah, we need to go up north. Okay. Well, up is definitely not always north. What are you talking about? I mean, up is up. North is a consistent direction. Of the 40 cardinal directions, the consistent directions are north, south, east, and west. Those are the ones that never change. Yeah. So up is straight up a mountain. Shit. So, okay. (laughs) If you put a compass down, Mm -hmm. straight. Wait, wait. Walk me through it. Okay. So stand in front of this compass. Uh We're putting it down. Yeah. And now straight in front of you, that's north. Straight. Yeah, up the hill. Oh, my God. (laughs) So Ugh. this goes on for a long time. Okay, I'm going to do the thing where you like lick your finger and you put it in the air. You're in a blizzard, so your <laughs> finger's just really cold. Oh, it's so cold. <laughs> but you do realize like which way is north and which way you need to go, so <laughs> you just got to give me a defy danger to start like getting further up this mountain. Okay. Yeah. So wh- how, like, what do we think? Strength? Constitution? Yeah. Strength. Okay. Charisma. Charisma. Charm the blizzard. I'll try and fuck this blizzard. <laughs> Dance through. So 2d6 plus strength. Six. Seven, eight. Seven. Billow. Oh, sorry. Can I roll again? <laughs> you cannot roll again. But so Wait, charisma? No, strength. <laughs> Six. Okay. Um, uh, can I help him? Uh yeah, definitely. <gasps> but I, like put it pick him up, putting him in my beard. Yeah, absolutely. Seven eight. And there we go. Um, so you're you start going back in the direction you think you're supposed to go. Mm-hmm. So you're heading up the st- the face of this mountain. It's a lot steeper than the going was, which is sort of one of the clues. Like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, up. we we've been walking pretty <laughs> straight for a while. It's been flat. <laughs> Um, and you're forcing your way through this blizzard, um, but you're making progress, mm-hmm. and you 
find yourselves eventually pushing through the other side of this snow and it gets lighter. The wind is still whipping around, but in the distance you see the shadow of a large building like on this, it flattens out near the peak and there's this large kind of pointed building in front of you. Wow. It's a chalet. There it is. Let's go inside. Let's get to it. Let's rush. Run. (laughs) Rush. And uh, it's so at that point, you burst through the door and you're in a quiet, dark lobby area. It looks like there's furniture sort of arrayed in front of a fireplace. And there's a counter along one side with a little dusty silver bell that leads behind to some back rooms and stuff like that. And yeah, it's quiet for now. What do you do? Uh, I go I go up to the bell and I start ringing it. Uh, so you just ring it. There's no, there's no response. Ving comes up and is like, "Yes, how how may I help y'all?" Oh, sir, I, I would love to have some service. Oh. My bags are full of top hats and uh, petticoats. Well, of course, sir. Well, I wouldn't. We both love some service. <laughs> <laughs> and Billy, yeah, Ving, well- and Tucker are doing this like bit at the front. <laughs> And where we're we're making fun of uh people from vert grass specifically. Yeah. Oh, talk of the morning to you, sir. Uh, oh yes, look at the crimson sea. Oh, uh, I will make get some diamonds out of there later today and sell them to the dwarf miners. Ha 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 ha. And uh, Billy, while this is happening, <laughs> why did you stop doing the voice? Ha 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 ha. While they're doing this, uh, Billy, you are sort of looking around this lobby area and uh, a tantalizing scent reaches your nostrils. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I check my shirt first for the salad. No, it's not the salad. <laughs> Weird. It doesn't smell leafy. It smells, it smells rich and buttery. Oh, yeah. Maybe some, uh, some spices in there. And mm. Are you just following your nose? I always. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you twinkle along on uh, on this scent trail and it leads you to there's a little table in between these chairs and couches in front of the fireplace and on the center of the table is a plate of what looks like cookies beautiful i i help myself <laughs> without a second thought <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh and they're delicious they're warm yeah they're like fresh Tastes like right out of the oven. The sort of stuff that you used to steal off windowsills. Oh, when I could get them. And there's a nice, like, nutty flavor that you can't quite place that you haven't had before, but it is fresh. I know what it is. What is it? Almonds. (laughs) Close, (laughs) you think. (laughs) I'm imagining Billy takes one cookie, puts it in his mouth, and then he's like, <laughs> and then he puts another word in his mouth, and he's like, "Maybe not." <laughs> <laughs> so Billy's just munching down on cookies, and um, is in this case like this is probably something that he was looking for. But what else is there? Anything else that Billy feels like he's missing, like at this point in his life, just, or like just in his current like situation? I mean, we just came out of the cold. Mm-hmm. My hands are cold from doing the binoculars. Well, isn't that funny? Once Billy starts thinking, man, it's a little cold in here, you hear a whoosh (gasps) from the hearth behind you. Oh. And now there's a nice, beautiful, crackling little fire in the fireplace. Well, I I go to it, I suppose. Yeah. Hey, guys. 
and check this out. We are so we are not paying attention. What? We're doing a we're doing our sketch has expanded. <laughs> <laughs> I found I found a, like a a bellboy uniform oh that's God. too small for me, and I have put it all on. I found one that's way too big. <laughs> and we're doing this comedy duo routine. That is almost like a Catskills routine, like a Laurel and Hardy thing, yeah. where we're like, try. We found, we also found luggage, and we keep bumping into each other. <laughs> and, and, oh, oh, where would you like your birdcage, sir? What's the name of your pedigree? Oh, my my my, my name is uh, Reginald, and his he makes diamonds. <laughs> it's at this point, very diamond rich fantasy. <laughs> you're, you're I, you took an, I took an improv course at the community center in Macaw once. Aren't you? They and, said don't think twice, but I can't stop second guessing everything. <laughs> <I'm saying. laughs> so as you're doing this bit, you uh, you turn around and you look over Ving's shoulder, and you see Billy sitting in front of like a crackling fire, eating something. Oh. Fuck cookies! And I push <laughs> Ving down. And I run past him. <laughs> and there's a plate of these like warm, fresh cookies on the table. And Billy's just munching away. Uh, Billy, can I have what, some of one of yeah. your cookies? I, Come on over. I take one and I pop it into my mouth. It's delicious. And it, Ving's still over there like, oh, how rude, Mr. <laughs> Reggie. No, no. Oh, and then, I yeah, know that the bit's over. Ving, you see that there's a fire crackling. And Billy, are those goddamn cookies? They sure are. Do you mm. want one? Just please. Ooh. I just, I waved one in his face. I'll let my eyes follow it intentively. Yeah. Mm. Mm, take it. It smells like almonds, but I don't know. Yeah, what is this? Almonds? That's not almonds. Is it almonds? No, it's earthier. It's, 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 it's more. Mm. Almonds don't grow, grow this far north. Hmm. Is it pine nuts? <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, Tuck, you pop one in your mouth. It's pine nuts. Hey That's guys, what it is. It's pine nuts. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> these are expensive cookies. Yeah. We should save them? Mm. <laughs> no. Wait, whose cookies are these? Wait, Billy, and- where'd you get these cookies? I don't know. They were just here. Wait, did you start this fire? No. I. It just popped up. Wait. What's going on? There's some furniture, but there's not really any firewood that you can see. Well, I start breaking up that furniture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We start smashing the furniture. Let's smash! Oh man, I love smash. <laughs> this is really fun. You guys are cool. Thanks. Thanks. And then I take a a wicker chair and I throw it against the wall as hard as I can. <laughs> what happens? It smashes. Can it's I a- roll for that? Absolutely. <laughs> Nine. You smash the fuck out of it. How man. describe how hard it's <laughs> so the wicker chair hits the wall, leg first. You see the legs start to crumple, mm-hmm. and then the full weight of the chair follows, and the wicker splinters into a million pieces of whatever wicker is made of. I always thought reeds, mm-hmm. maybe not. Yeah, <laughs> and now you got a big old pile of dry tinder. You guys see that? That was amazing. How strong are you? You're strong. I don't know. I haven't really met a limitation. I'm going to throw this rocking chair at the wall now. <laughs> you do not need to roll for any of this. I hope it's not sentient. <laughs> Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, wow. It smashes even more. Wow. <laughs> it hits the wall and also breaks. And now you've got so much wood. Too much wood, actually. Okay, but Ving wants to pick up the coffee towel and throws it at the wall. <laughs> yeah, cool. Watch this. 
two. (laughs) 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 What happened? So, um, it smashes. You smash the hell out of this chair. And it's at that time, like, you smash this coffee table and there was some glass, like, in the... in the, It was a glass coffee table? <laughs> the top of it was glass and it smashes so loud. And you hit a little table and it knocks over a bowl and it smashes so loud. And then there's silence. And it's at that point that you hear, like, a skittering. Louder than a person. I instinctively or- throw an axe at it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the skittering comes from behind. Um, like there's, there's a there's a so here's here's how I'm imagining it. How fucking great would it be if I killed one character right just, away? Just this instantly. Uh, so here's how I'm imagining it. Here's the fireplace area. Here's the lobby, like the bellhop area, and there's a hallway next to the fireplace. Maybe describe it more than just by waving your hands. (laughs) What are you doing? It's an audio. I'm describing it for you guys. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, not necessarily the audience. Basically, there's there's a room like off to the side, like across from the bellhop area that goes to another part of the chalet. Mm-hmm. And that's where you hear the skittering from. Okay, you keep pointing with your hands. <sighs> Fuck off. So, <laughs> so that's where you hear the skittering from. Uh-huh. And Tuck just turns around and whips his axe in that direction. Yeah. All right. Um, I guess a defy danger? Okay. Ooh. Defy danger what? Strength. Are you trying to just like <laughs> obliterate whatever it is, or are you trying to hit something? It's kind of a reflex. I'm not thinking. Yeah. About so it. I'd say strength probably. Twelve. Like, okay. Okay. So um, so Grimsby, you're in the. You've heard the 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 elves in the chalet have sort of been uh all a flutter for the last half an hour because they heard that there were people coming up the mountain. Some elves down lower down the range spotted some travelers and they started getting ready and they were excited, hoping that people were going to come in. And once they did, it was go time. So you've been sort of running around trying to stay out of people's way as they get this fire ready and are preparing to light it unseen. They get some cookies out of the oven and you're trying to get a peek. You're yeah. interested. And I don't know all of the passages in this area yet. Yeah. Cause I, it's a miracle that I've even, made it this far on my tiny little legs mm-hmm. with my little potato body. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So and you... so I'm just trying to stay out of like all the normal elf's way and like yeah. observe. Mm-hmm. So part of your curios- curiosity gets the better of you and you kind of want to just catch a glimpse of these travelers. So you're in a side passage near the fireplace and uh, you're trying to just get a look at whoever's here when a hatchet... <laughs> Or like a like a like a one handed battle axe just flies through the doorway and obliterates a table next to you, just destroys it one hundred percent. What do you do? I just freeze in place. <laughs> so you tuck you <laughs> and probably chuckle nervously. <laughs> and tuck and Billy, you hear a very familiar chuckle through a doorway behind you. Oh. <laughs> I run up and I'm like, whoa, I almost killed you. And Grimsby's frozen (laughs) next to the shattered remains of a table with your axe sticking out of the floor. 
<laughs> Fuck. If, yeah. <laughs> Are you okay? Okay. <laughs> I pick him up because he's obviously in shock. <laughs> in my hand. I, uh, uh, fucking Tacoma? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh man it's been so long what the fuck are you doing here (laughs) wow you're swearing a lot more than you did before i i i wasn't in mortal danger before (laughs) yeah i'm sorry i got i got startled by by the skittering noise that your little elf shoes made against the floor i oh oh man am i glad it's you guys what what uh what are you doing here? Well, I I'm traveling the world, learning from different elf cultures. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah, I've I I've been trying to find this chalet for months. I finally get in here. Then the elves are very suspicious. And so I've been I've been trying to figure out how to work their passages. They've been avoiding me. They haven't been treating me quite like a non-elf, so I haven't been getting the hospitality that uh, travelers like you have been getting. But I also I just haven't been able to get in contact with them. Right, that's weird. Yeah. I, I, like what happens when you see them in the little elf passageways? Oh, I don't. Oh. Wow. That's yeah. weird. Oh, they're they're very gifted at enchantments. Wouldn't you be as well, though? I mean, the <laughs> the main thing about Elderon Breadco Consolidated <laughs> is that it's just sort of it's generally it's just surrounded by enchantments, so we don't get many visitors within the within the clerical areas. If you're doing paperwork, you don't really have to hide that much. Just no one comes into the offices. They're hidden by the power of boringness. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but okay. And uh, I, so I, I don't quite have the same skill set. I thought, I thought that I'd be able to hide a lot better than I could. But I mean, as you've seen, maybe I don't quite have, uh, well, the same skill set that these chalet elves do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're like a level up for sure. Like, check out these cookies that they made us. Oh. You want one? Yeah, I am quite hungry. Uh, like, take the rest. I mean, I'll I'll take half of one. Elves don't really need to eat. Uh, well, yeah, what happens when you eat? I, uh, Do you like shit it out or what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I... Like what's it, what's going on on the other side of this? I don't really want to go into detail. Well, come on, it's, come on, give us some information. How about you hold on to that cookie, <laughs> Ving? Uh, Hi, yeah, Ving. Tuck and Billy are talking to a wrinkly little potato man. I I heard that somebody's not looking to give up a, a bunch of information. My name's Ving. Uh, hi there, big fella. Hi, what's your name? <laughs> well, you can call me Grimsby. Ah, 
Hi, Grimsby. Did yeah, you say he's something? got a secret name. It's Barscrim. What the fuck to call it? Barscrim. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's Enchanted or some shit. Oh, th- this must be a very close, trusted friend of yours. We literally met him six yeah. hours ago. Vingo's Barscrim. <laughs> okay, you guys are going to get me in so much I, trouble with these elves or, or even just what elves else? in general if, if the word gets out. I already, I already thought that uh, just the fact that they wouldn't uh, welcome me into their society and, and exchange information was a, a bad sign. But now that they know, and um, they definitely know that I've been communicating with you, that at one, I've been seen by you guys, and two, that I'm communicating with you, and three, that you know my true name, it's, uh, I'm a little concerned. Are you concerned for your own safety? I am now. I, at first, I was concerned for yours, but now I guess I'm part of this group. Well, yeah, you're part of our party now. Welcome to the party, Grimsby. Or should I say, bar no! stool? <laughs> bar stool? Bar stool! Uh, so, when we were down in the town, down. Uh, town? Yeah, we we're in the town for south of this mountain. Uh,. They said that everyone that came up here to try and find the treasure uh, in the chalet was killed. Have you seen any travelers come up here and get murdered or disappeared? Do you know anything about this treasure? Yeah. So, Grimsby, what you've no- what you've found uh, wandering around the chalet for as long as you have is there are other people here. <gasps> there are other travelers that have come to the chalet and they're being taken care of. Because Grimsby mentioned like he's not seeing the same hospitality that travelers like you guys have been. And it's because people that there are people that have come here and have been here for a while, and they're just being taken care of. But the elves, the elves, uh, are afraid of something in the, on the mountain that has been attacking people. But it's not them. The st- it's, it's two different stories. They're not the same story. Mm-hmm. But the people of... Proston, Proston think that it is. They think that the chalet, something in the chalet is killing people. Mm. So nobody comes here. Oh. But people in the chalet are being being taken care of, but there's something in the forest. Yeah. Well, I look, I haven't been here all that long, but uh, there are people living here. And I don't mean elves. I mean, there are residents here. Whoa. Hmm. Uh, there are plenty of rooms in the chalet. But uh, they all lock it as soon as the sun goes down. Oh. And it seems like most of the other travelers here are, are fairly happy. But, uh, well, let's just say you don't want to be out of your room before the doors lock. Oh, uh, so what scary. Time is that? Exactly. Uh, that's at sundown. <laughs> Isn't it? Lightning looks out the window. And at that point, from the other side of the chalet, you hear what sounds like a set of double doors slamming open. (laughs) And you hear the howling of the winter winds further inside. And along with them, like a heavy stomp, stomp, stomp. (sighs) I I think we should find you some rooms. (laughs) Yeah, what do you do? Can we see what's making the sound? Uh, are you going to just like blunder forward? Or are you going to try and do it quietly? Uh, uh, let's, let's 
sneak everyone. <laughs> Every all of us sneak? Yeah, all of us get to the ground. Is everybody going to sneak together or is Billy going to sneak on his own? I will be the sneak leader. (laughs) Billy's saying this to everybody. I'm the sneak leader. Okay. Billy, you lead a sneak. Okay. Fink grabs a coat rack and smashes off the top and smashes off the bottom and has a staff. Did you do that silently? (laughs) Answer the sneak leader. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's about to do it. (laughs) And then noses Billy. (laughs) Okay. Okay. 2d6 plus dexterity. I like I like sneak leader Billy. Whoa, uh, holy shit. Yeah. Um sorry. <laughs> Eleven. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um that's great. So Billy how does Billy sneak? All Effect, right. Like so like a shadow. All right. He gets on all fours. Okay. And- <laughs> what? His belly's on the ground. <laughs> He crawls over and he peeks past the stair banister. Mm-hmm. And what does he see? So around the corner, like the edge of the fireplace is basically like the edge. Like you turn the corner into a hallway mm-hmm. and the hallway carries down to the other side of the chalet. And you can see some faint light coming down the other side. Like this is the full other side of the chalet, like the back entrance, basically, where there's another entry and sort of sitting area. And you see the doors bang, 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 like in the wind, like hitting the jams on the other side. And there's this hulking figure clomping its way through this like sitting area, sniffing the air with its like heavy misshapen head. And you see a pair of like large, sharp horn-like somethings on the top of its head that kind of glint in the light. And its feet and like its feet have that weird bent backwards shape. Ugh. Yeah. Shape. Gross. Yeah, Gross. and it's got these heavy hooves that also shine. Oh my god, a cannibal horse! I see, but I in <laughs> my head. Horse. So I turn around and I tell everyone it's a cannibal horse. Okay, what can I? Yeah, I, that doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> is, is that a horse that eats other horses? Who knows? <laughs> it's just the first thing that came in my mind. Okay, I'm gonna sneak around the corner and take a look too. Over top of Billy, Alvin and the Chipmunk style. Okay, and with following Billy's example, you're fairly capable of getting towards that corner. Do I not have to roll? Oh, I, uh, I mean, like Tuck would be tuck. worse at it than Billy would be. So plus, yeah, two d six plus dexterity. Yay! Ten. All Ten. right. Watching the example of sneak leader Billy. Yeah, I get down on the floor. <laughs> uh, I. I, I <laughs> I'm like really uh, like sexy about it too. Okay, I'm like put my butts in the air. I'm like, oh, I'm a kitty cat. Wow, <laughs> it's like entrapment. Yeah, <laughs> erotic. Yeah, uh, and you peek around the corner and you see the same. Like you see it kind of move behind a corner mm. and then come back out like it's searching for something. But you see the same thing Billy saw. This huge thing. It looks like it has antlers. Mm. And it's just stomping around the back. And it looks like it's starting to get bored of that area and come down this way. I turn to everyone else. I'm like, holy fuck, holy fuck. Wait. What? Can I see? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Let's go see this thing. You said cannibal horse. Finn and, and then Tuck's Tuck's going, holy fuck, holy fuck, holy fuck, holy fuck, holy <laughs> fuck. Right. What, 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 Finn, what, 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 you what? have to take a look at this. Okay, and then I sneak yeah. down here. Big breath in. And three. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> you fucking idiots. 
just had to keep rolling. Bars Grimm, you're watching the, or sorry, Grimsby. Yeah. You you're watching careful. this happen. Yeah, I know. <laughs> As he says, careful, I fall into another glass, a glass coffee <laughs> yeah. table. Yeah, you is, like... Is it a cannibal horse? <laughs> uh, Ving, you start creeping over. How does Ving sneak? Um, on his... Uh, uh, doing a crab walk backwards, because <laughs> he thinks he has to like really strain. Yeah. So he's doing a crab walk, and so he can't see where he's going. Yeah, and you are crab walking past the fireplace, mm-hmm. making sure you don't touch the fire. Yep. Uh, but you start crab walking along the wall and you hit the poker, the poker stand. Yeah. And this he- heavy metal stand and all the tools in it. Just... I did grab it too and try to like catch it. Yeah. And, you and ca- I'm doing a good job. They're <laughs> twirling and so, pretty silent for a while, like a good while. <laughs> and then, and then oh, they, oh. yeah. And, uh, Tuck and Billy, you're watching. That was almost like unlikely how long it took for all of us to fall. Yeah, it was like 30 seconds. It, it was. was. Incredible. You kept it up for a long time, but oh, I and... used to devil sticks. <laughs> and then it just clangs on the ground and Tuck and Billy, you whip your heads back around the corner and you see the thing is like you hear it stop and you hear like a huff, like a and then it starts to come around the corner and you see oh it's big. God broken hand it looks like shattered hooves Ugh. in the shape of like a clawed hand grab Ugh. the edge of the wall grab Ugh. what and then pull itself around the corner and start coming down the hall cannibal horse holy shit do do? Oh my God. um i guess we don't have to be quiet anymore. yeah uh, what the fuck is the closest place that we can hide i don't know let's head to the kitchen yeah, this is again. This is a. You guys are just booking it. You're running. Yeah, we're running. To Defy the danger, dexterity. Grisby, lead the way. <laughs> Sorry, that was really loud. I got two. Sweet. Wait, got, oh, sorry. Plus dexterity. Four. Oh, great. I got nine. I got five. Five. That's a bunch of failures. Um, I succeeded. Tuck succeeded, and Billy failed, and everybody else failed. Well, I had a partial success. Okay, yeah. Um, so the partial success is that you could get away, Tuck. You could start hustling, mm. uh, but you'd be leaving basically everybody behind. Mm. You're just your powerful thighs can spirit you along the floors much faster. Okay, but everybody's gonna be like within catching distance, probably of this thing. It seems like what happened was everyone started running and immediately tripped <laughs> <laughs> is what I imagine. Yeah. It was like, everybody had this kind of Scooby-Doo-esque, like <laughs> escape <laughs> ready. Yeah. All the pokers on the ground. Yeah. And then just wham, right onto the floor in a pile. <laughs> and this thing does come down the hallway. Like, cause it this was a failure. So it, it comes down and it sees this pile of morons mm-hmm. on the floor in the front of the fireplace. And it just lets out a like, like this crazy scream no i know that it sounds dumb but that's what it sounds like it's like this kind of scream bellow it's extra scary yeah it's such a stupid noise <laughs> extra stupid it was so dumb yeah it basically it charges into the room mm-hmm. um and it's moving towards like it stops short of stomping on uh grimsby billy and ving but now you see this thing and all it's like horrid glory it's like it's on its hind legs when it definitely shouldn't be and it looks like it feels the pain of that Mm. and uh it's just like 
cords of muscle, but like lumpy in the way that neither man nor beast should be. Ugh. Like it just looks like it's in excruciating pain. Uh, and, like he keeps his shirt on when he goes swimming. Yeah, like he just doesn't. <laughs> he's he's been hurt before, is what it is. School is a formative time. You never really forget those pains. For cannibal horse. Yeah, and uh, it's got this like weird quality quality to its eyes that you can't quite place. But these like shining antlers, <gasps> golden color, the golden rack, golden hooves. Yeah, and like this weird, dirty, like burnt white fur like mm. hair just covers its body can yeah. can ving use sp- spirit tongue to talk to it well yeah it would it would be an yeah it it does have like an animal like thing but currently you're just hearing like screaming he's yelling like you like in he's just yelling ah! in the tongue he's screaming in pain yeah yeah so i i, I... it's screaming in pain. well no <laughs> it's a he you can tell <laughs> He's hung like a horse. <laughs> uh but yeah, you it's the this thing is just screaming in pain. Um I I try I mean is it kind of like a caribou? Can I take a guess at what it Yeah, what it, it is. It, like it definitely Okay, so, you know what? Roll me a spout lore. Plus intelligence. 6. Okay, so you um you kind of like pick yourself up a little bit and are just trying to be like, "Hey, what's what's wrong like can mm-hmm. i help you or whatever mm-hmm. we don't mean you any harm mm-hmm. and it just lashes out with like a massive fist a and goal. just slams you across the room Damn. uh roll me a d6 two two well it doesn't hurt you that much you land in a pile of old luggage oh, thank but you. it throws you across the room and it's like stomping over towards you specifically um can i do what are you waiting for Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Two d six plus your constitution. Oh sh! Oh shit! Ving, my new friend. Eight, nine, ten. Man, this is literally the first time you've ever made this roll <laughs> in more than a year. Yeah. In oh man. So what do you say to this thing, or what do you do? Uh, I know what uh, like f- female caribou sound like, <laughs> so I make a noise like that. Where I'm like, <laughs> female caribou. <laughs> You're doing like an old timey like cavalry horn. Yeah, and I do the thing from Crocodile Dundee <laughs> <laughs> that I saw in the, the in stable that, in that Crocodile Dundee play. Oh my god! Where I I raise my uh, my hand up and I do the kind of like finger and pinky thing mm-hmm. and i'm like do you want to go ahead and read what are you waiting for like what is it what does the move do <laughs> when you when, when you cry out a challenge to your enemies roll plus constitution on a 10 plus they treat you as the most obvious threat to be dealt with and ignore your companions so yeah but i, <laughs> I still choose to do it the way yeah, i said so you do that and you're like all right i'm gonna bugs bunny this motherfucker well, i'm gonna I, be a lady caribou yeah i do a lady caribou he turns around he looks at me and then i'm like time to crocodile dundee this motherfucker mm-hmm. so i flip my tiny cape <laughs> and then i like i'm like Easy, big fella. <laughs> and that's a voice that I'm doing from, of the guy in the play. Yeah. E- 
Easy, big fella. Time, time is running out on this clock. What? <laughs> you're and, doing it, Tuck. You're doing it. Yeah. Am and I doing it, it? It turns and it looks at you. And it's watching me do this thing. Yeah, it's watching you. <laughs> He's getting harder. Keep going. His, his dick? No, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> and uh, you see, you see it watching you do this, and then you just see, like rage on its face and it charges <laughs> right at you I and run. it totally ignores everybody else and it starts charging at you I run, I run down the hall <laughs> okay, give me a defy danger dexterity to get Cra- away crazy run <laughs> seven a seven okay, so um, you do get away but you're gonna have to keep running to like keep this thing chasing you I'll keep running okay, so you take it out of the room and it's just right behind you pounding down it's doing that thing where like every time i round a corner it yeah, slams into oh, the yeah. wall and totally. like takes a huge chunk of the wall out yeah it ends up like crashing through like a bunch of couches like it's just crawling over them chasing after you yeah. um so you're able to actually stay ahead of this thing because you're a little bit more agile than it is and yeah. it's yeah it's destroying this fucking chalet uh but grimsby ving and billy that happened <laughs> uh this thing ran out of the room after tuck what do you do upstairs oh. where can we hide let's get out of here uh, <clears throat> i throw up and then i wipe my mouth and i'm like let's go up the stairs whoa billy's suggesting they take the stairs uh, he's really somebody he, carry me he's really shook <laughs> yeah he must be yeah uh so grimsby what's what do you think's best what well, well uh, everything's gonna be locked upstairs i think we might have to fight this thing uh, but mm. I I can pick locks. Mm. I can give it a go. Let's go up the stairs <laughs> then. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So you run up this uh, beautifully woodworked staircase. The banisters are carved in all sorts of natural scenes of beauty and skill. And, and you cut back to me for a second. Uh, yeah, and cut back to Tuck. And I am... Uh... <laughs> crying because uh, <laughs> this is literally one of my nightmares uh-huh. is when a when a thing with hooves has hands and it's grabbing at you yeah and it's just like bellowing behind you yeah i'm still running yeah totally you can feel its hot breath on your neck uh yeah pretty gross and uh billy grimsby and ving you're at the top of the stairs and there's like rows and rows of doors on either side you turn down a hallway and it's just like doors down one side doors down the other side is there anything heavy in the hallways or piano uh, they're pretty narrow. There's a piano at the top of the stairs. Ooh. Oh, let's yeah. give it a shove. Can we, can we, can we get Tuck to lead him in here and try and drop a piano on him? Uh, yeah, potentially. I would like to do that. Those whore, those, those, that rack is worth millions. Uh, Billy Grimsley, what if we got Tuck to lead him in here and would push this piano down on his face? Great idea. Okay. Help me push it. Tuck, lead him into the, under the banister. Okay, so can I run back to the stairs? Uh, yeah, let's say we'll make that uh, an intelligence, 2d6 intelligence to try and cart him in the right direction. Mm, seven. Okay. Um, yes, you can do that. Mm-hmm. You can probably get him in the right zone, but it might, <coughs> it's going to be close. Mm-hmm. Like you might end up getting stuck in whatever they have planned. Yeah, okay, whatever. Okay. I I just know that I'm supposed to be running up these stairs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So now you got to time it and drop this piano, I guess. Oh, no problem. <laughs> down the staircase. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. We push it through the banister off the edge. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like off the landing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And this is like right next to the fireplace, basically. Tuck's coming back around the corner. Do we all have to? Uh, well, one person will have to roll, and then one person can aid. Ooh. Oh, oh boy, shit. there's nothing you can do about Five. that. Um, it's bolted to the floor. He's coming, Ving. He's coming. Billy, unlock the door. Uh, okay, I'll do it really fast. <laughs> All right, push it. it. One, two, three. <laughs> it doesn't move. Oh, he's he's past. It's uh, <laughs> it's too late, Ving. And Tuck, you would like run oh, past God. under this banister, and nothing happens. And okay, should I keep running? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I'll keep. I'll kind of keep. One the, more lap. I'll keep... go one more lap around around the 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 get the. the Bed and breakfast air, the be- <laughs> yeah. breakfast nook of this chalet. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Billy, you just start unlocking the first door that you see. 2d6 plus dexterity four. I think it's tricks of the trade is yeah. the move. Yeah. I take that twig out of my hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is this one? Yeah. Dexterity, you said? Yeah. 10. Okay. Which means you just. Th- it, this lock looks very simple. Um, and it puts up way more of a fight than you would expect. Fuck you, you little asshole. <laughs> Piece of shit. Uh, no, I, I'm, I, I'm pushing the piano. Like, ah, language, Billy! I'm sorry! <laughs> and uh, you, get, you get your twig in there, and you jiggle it around. You're really giving it to this lock. And uh, you hear the click, and it pops, and the door swings <gasps> open. Guys, come in. Tuck! <laughs> and ev- so, Oh, are you yelling to Tuck to come yeah. upstairs, too? Yeah, and Ving and Grimsby, the door's open. Do you all rush in? Duck in. Yeah, and uh, Tuck, yeah, you've got this thing sort of, you've been running it pretty well, mm. and you hear it huffing and puffing behind you, and you, do you just head up the stairs, try and follow him in? Yeah, do I have enough clearance behind me? I think so, yeah. It's like, it's the sort of thing where you pull a really quick you okay. up the staircase, and the thing skids past you, and uh, you run up the stairs, and do you just sl- run in and slam the door? Yeah. Yeah. So you run in and slam the door behind you and you all take a moment and you breathe and you're, you're, you feel like you're safe for now. You hear it smashing and, and bellowing and you turn around and there's a beautiful king sized bed, plush, wonderful covers. Everything's so nice and, and handmade in here. There's a little fire crackling in the hearth and on the bed is a pretty slovenly 40 year old man and he's just eating a chicken Wow. And he looks up and he goes, um, hi, 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 chicken. Yeah. Can we have some? Um, uh, sure. And he tries to like sit up, he sits himself up on the, on the bed and he has the chicken in front of him. He goes, okay, sure. Okay. Come on over. Okay. Yeah. I'll climb onto the bed with him. And as we're picking at the chicken, I was like, "Do you want the wing? I could use. I like the wing." Hey, just now that we're safe in here, you you can just get your own chicken. Yeah. Uh, do you want a chicken? No, I want some of yours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Sure. Here. I here you go. And Thank he gives you. you. The chicken. So who are who are all of you? More importantly, who are you? Agreed. <laughs> yes. Uh, my name's Walbin. Wal Wal Walbin, what just Walbin? Do you I'm have sorry. a stutter, Walbin? I'm nervous. My name's Walbin. I I've just <clears> been here for a few months. I got lost on the mountain and I found my way here. And I just really like this room. What the hell is that thing? 
downstairs. Oh, that thing. Yeah. I've been hearing it every night for months. What it, did you see it? Oh yeah, it fucking went crazy <laughs> on us. Tuck, you get a best look at it. Yeah, it's like uh, kind of like what an elk's nightmare looks like. It's oh. got golden horns, golden hooves, and it's walks on two legs. It's got hands. It's got claws. Ugh. And a big fat dick <laughs> that flops around while it chases you. He's just eating this guy's chicken. Yeah. Um, 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 um. And he he's like he's looking at you eat this chicken and he's got like a wide eyed look. It's just haunted. And he reaches over and he pulls up one of those like serving tray lids. Uh-huh. And there's another chicken under there. And he pulls it over and he puts the lid back down. He starts eating this other chicken. He picks it up and starts eating it like an apple. <laughs> like an apple, yeah, in one hand. He's just like, whoa. <laughs> that thing's the reason I haven't been able to leave. And there's at least five other people here that haven't been able to leave for the same reason. Do you guys like hang out together? No. These rooms are pretty great. There's oh. really no reason to leave. You guys just stay in here alone? He's, he Can looks... You could... But you... the other guys, they leave their rooms during the daytime. <laughs> oh, well. They mill around <laughs> in the common area. <laughs> well. They don't really go out the front door, but, you know, during during daylight hours, I've seen them out there playing checkers and... Okay, well, to each their own, I guess. Are you just some, like, weird loner that just eats chicken in bed all day? You have something against checkers? It's pretty good chicken, I think we can agree. Yeah, but you can have this chicken downstairs Mm. with other people. Yeah, well, I like it my way. So what's your plan? (laughs) I I think, from what I see, you you probably should spend the night here. Jesus. Well, then, can we sleep in your bed with you tonight? Sure, why not? Okay. <laughs> it's king size. Tons of room. I'll yeah. just take this half. You guys get the other half. Okay. And I cuddle up to Walden. <laughs> <laughs> he tries to make himself comfortable by, like, moving away from you. I move closer. He settles into it eventually. Okay. He doesn't put up that much of a fight. And two um, chickens in a pod. You need any extra blankets, any hot drinks, any bedtime snacks, perfumes, whatever, anything you want. I want a bath. Oh, I shake out all my salad now that I don't need it. <laughs> uh-huh. And I order up some some warm potatoes. Oh, yeah. He says, whenever you just think of a food you want, open up this thing. Wow, beautiful. Yeah, some warm potatoes. Mm. Just the way Billy likes them, whatever way that is. Like uncooked, but oh, warm. Oh, just warm. <laughs> just, <laughs> warm. just a warm raw potato. <laughs> delicious and Ving you you think about a bath and you hear like water running from the other room and you go and there's this nice copper tub just full of nice soapy water Mm. beautiful no uh, essential oils oh what's this a little container of essential oils amazing right next to the what a bath what a bath (laughs) what a bath do you think that Ving could contemplate this beast and perhaps absolutely I will use this time to contemplate the beast uh huh (laughs) and uh with time and safety, mm-hmm. it's not really stressful, so we're not going to make you roll for that. Because this is something... The more that Ving thinks about it, this is something that Ving would understand, certainly. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does Tuck do? Uh, I want a book. I want okay. a bestiary. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, wh- whatever you wish, you sa- you shall receive. Well, it really does make solving this problem pretty easy, <laughs> Maybe, maybe not. You don't know what this thing is. Well, yeah, I, I'm like, I just say to the air, I'm like, hey, magic room, give me a bestiary. 
and you open a drawer on the bedside table, and there's a book that says, Ye old book of monsters, etc. And I give it to Grisby. I'm like, hey, can you look through this and see if you can find any information? <laughs> on- I don't want to fucking do research. <laughs> uh, maybe you should have asked for a pamphlet on specifically what you need. Hey, maybe don't fucking come at me with your negativity when I'm the one that's trying to solve problems up in this fucking... Swiss chalet. <laughs> Grimsby looks down at his tattered shoes <laughs> that have just been ruined by months of trekking through the mountains and uh, looks up at Tacoma and says, Hey, uh, the enchantments don't seem to work for me here. Uh, you think you could get me some new shoes? Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, what kind do you want? Describe what you want to me. <laughs> Elf shoes. Okay, give me some more detail on what the shoes look like. No, that's it. They're elf shoes. Okay, well, I'm going to put some flair in there for you. (laughs) Here we go. I want elf shoes. I want there to be like a pump, like a kind of a pump on the side Mm -hmm. that pumps them up. I want there to be a thing in there that makes you go faster. Hmm. Uh, Well, hold on. What do you mean? (laughs) I don't know. Just something like make you go faster. Enchant it up. I'm I'm ordering this from the room. (laughs) Just give me a fucking thing that makes you go faster. Magic shoes, and I'm I'm getting frustrated now. Magic shoes that makes you go faster. Wait, what size are you? If it's got. Yeah, what size are you? Elf. He's, I want elf-sized you motherfuck. Elf-sized shoes. It makes you go faster, and it's got a lightning bolt on the side. I fucking swear to God. And it's got a pump on the side, and it's got <laughs> l- it lights up when you walk. And it's nice. I want it to be nice colors. Elf, Grimsby, what's your favorite color? Uh, color? I, I think elves are colorblind. Elves, uh, so just give me... Make them unicorn. Make them unicorn color, because we established that that's a color. <laughs> we certainly did. And get fucking put some wings on it, too. And also bring me a box of chocolates. Uh, you, um, you hear some movement under the bed? I do hear, I hear movement under the bed. I want to throw the bed over. <laughs> Well, but everybody's on the bed. Well, I do it anyway. Oh, my Including potatoes. You. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, man. Okay. D- defy danger strength. Uh, <laughs> Tuck did not get off the bed. Before. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I reached down. And I'm like, something's under the bed. And I defy physics. I rip this. <laughs> Just yeah, you rip this chunk of the bed off, and it's really well made. So you also rip like one of the legs right off, <laughs> like it's all joined together, and the whole bed just tips to the side. And Walden's chicken hits the floor, <laughs> and he's like, "No!" And he rolls over onto the ground. Oh, it's sorry, I was cursed by a traitor. <laughs> and Billy, you you roll down the bed, and your potato hits the ground. My potatoes. And Ving from the bath. What you, the hell is going on out there? I'm trying to have a bath. And Walden kind of struggles up, and he's like, "Oh my god, my chicken!" And he reaches up and he pulls the <laughs> the dinner thing off, and he grabs another chicken. He's like. I'd barely had any of it. And he starts eating this other chicken. Walbin, I feel like you are dealing with some emotional problems by overeating. He he looks at you and he points at the chicken. He says, yeah. And he just looks mournfully at this, this broken chicken. But under this wreckage of the bed, you do see um, there's no shoes uh-huh. under the bed. And there's also uh, crushed underneath the wreckage is a smashed box of chocolates. 
so I grab the chocolates and I give one to Grimsby. And I'm like, you want a chocolate? Oh, thank you. Yeah. Put it in my pocket. <laughs> Do you want one for now? Uh, this is now. <laughs> uh I do love that. That mm-hmm. elves when you share food with them, they see it as just a token of like kindness and friendship and yeah. they just they're like, Oh thanks and then they put it in the pocket. Yeah. That was nice of you. Um yeah, that's that's cute. Mm. Uh Walden's gross and Billy out. <laughs> oh, a, a portly person that's gluttonous and likes comfortable, nice things is upsetting Billy for some reason. He's just doing it so like greasily, you know. What I mean, oh. like everything about him is is the opposite. is 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 just a grease bag. Right. He's leave. Billy leaves. Billy leaves the room or goes into the bathroom. Yeah, he goes in the bathroom. Oh, okay, Vink's having a bath. Hey. Hey, hey, Bailey, what's going on, man? Is it all right if I, if I just like hang out on the floor? Yeah, it's cool, man. They got tons oh, of bubbles sick. here. You doing okay, bud? Yeah, Walbin's just weird and gross, and it's making me. Who the hell's Walbin? So yeah, Ving's Ving's still in the bath. So Ving, you think more on this beast that you've seen, and um. There was a point where it was in the firelight and it was looking around at you and it tucking at the room. And you notice the same strange quality in the eyes that um that Tuck saw. And what you noticed is that they're human eyes. Like and that sort of set off a line of thinking for you. So druids and shapeshifters have been like have like positive beneficial relationships with spirits and they allow them to like borrow their forms like ving does that by making relationships Mm -hmm. and taking on the forms of those spirits that he meets and knows but in some cases spirits try and do that with people that are unwilling for whatever for whatever reason and that leads to more like lycanthrope situations Mm. like Mm -hmm. like basically non-consensual shapeshifters Whoa. No, you know what I mean? Like, if there's a spirit that's like, I, cool. yeah, if there's a spirit that's like, I need to get to the other side, like there's something that I want to do, uh-huh. then they try and force their way into a human form mm. and you get fucked up stuff like werewolves or things that turn into half man, half caribou beasts mm. or whatever it is. Mm. Like, do we think that's a cool way to handle this? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. What about the gold? Um, spirit stuff, I guess. Yeah, in the I, same way, like that, the rocks have to be manifested into yeah. something, or yep. it could it could be the reverse of like um, Ving's tell, like yeah, shape like lycanthropes or werewolves or werebeasts or whatever. They always have something mm-hmm. besides a half human form. They always have something that gives them a tell as like a spirit beast, and maybe the gold hooves and horns, in this case, are that tell. Mm-hmm. Use like a um a. Uh... A very uh, greedy prospector up mm. in the hills or something. Oh, yeah. It was like that. We just talk like the same person. We do, yeah. Um, so it's like that's like the blending of those two spirits. It's like the human greed and the spirit of the caribou, and it manifests as this. Yeah, that's really cool. cool. Mm-hmm. And it hit like it came through him when he was deep in his mind, and he just found yeah, his vein. Exactly. And he, and he was just, and it is not going well. Because in some cases, I imagine there are people that embrace it, like embrace the wildness of it. 
So you've got the people that are like, I'm a werewolf and it's fucking tight. Well, and I was, love turning into a wolf and yeah. fucking stuff up. But this guy's like, I don't want to be a caribou. Well, he was in underground. He's like crazy. He's yeah, fucking weird exactly. Gases and and shit. both of them are having a bad Still time. Crazy. Like the caribou's in pain. The man's in pain. So mm. it's this like ravening beast. Yeah. Cool. So um, I guess we just cut. Like, what's the plan now? Ving, you've had this revelation. Wait, what about the beastiary that I gave you? Listen, Tacoma, uh, it seems Walbin's very happy here, but the other residents really want to get out. Uh, they just don't want to die. So I think if we can figure out how to, I don't know, kill this thing or or find a safe way to sneak out during the day, I think that would really be good for you and the, the other folks. Well, I mean, unless you're happy here. Well, no, I, de- I definitely want to get out of here. Uh, but take a flip through that bestiary. See if you find anything right. that that like about this thing. Uh, okay. <laughs> but uh, we know. So Ving knows what it is now. Yeah. But we don't know how to deal with. It. Oh, yeah. I see what you mean. All right. Yeah. Table yeah. of contents. I mean, do you have? <laughs> do you? What do you want to learn about? I don't know. I just well, want to know. I guess how to kill it. Or stop it. Sure, but uh, how to kill what? What is this? And then I guess Ving comes into the room. Billy, is Billy coming with Ving? Uh, nah, he's, he's just, just staying Take there. over the bath. What's yeah. he wanting to do in there? Like, like how is he wanting to pass the time? Just relax? Sudoku. Yeah, he's doing Sudoku. <laughs> okay, yeah. He's like, man, I'd love to stimulate my mind with a fun but intense puzzle. And yeah. you see a little piece of paper. <laughs> Under oh. under the bathtub. If only I could read. <laughs> Does it, the reading pop in his head? Uh, it says, if only I could read, and then just nothing happens. This They're not really sure how to react to that. It's okay. Yeah, I do imagine oh. the elves in their, like, control room just being like, what the fuck? It what doesn't know kid? how to read? How do we deal with this? <laughs> it's like an emergency situation. Yeah. All right, Ving, there are a lot of beasts in this bestiary. Do you, do you know where I should start? I believe that this beast is an unwanted spirit-man mixture. Sometimes the spirits try to come through people instead of bringing the spirit of animals through them. And I think this poor creature is a mix between a, a caribou and a man who don't want to be a mixture of each other. Grimsby, you find in shapeshifters, like you go down, oh, there's a shapeshifter section, and you whip through it. Mm. How to kill a shapeshifter. And there is a section where it describes that all shapeshifters have, a, or all of these like unwanted kinds of shapeshifters, druids are a totally different kind of thing, but they all have sort of the same folkloric weakness, which in our world is silver, but what is the weakness in this? Is it not gold? He's he's writhing in agony. He's covered in gold. Oh, so cool! And that's why he was in the he was in the mine, the gold mine, and that's why it didn't work. The spirit came through him, and then mushed, and he's like, "I I landed on a gold miner." Nice. Okay, so shapeshifters are weak to gold. Like, oh, and his antlers look like poured gold. You know when yeah. they, they find like a whole thing of gold, right? It's like melted, melted. Yeah, like a vein. Yeah, like a vein. Yeah, yeah. sweet. So yeah, there 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 are stories of people using like gold tipped arrows or g- like gilded blades uh, to take down shapeshifters. So that's what you know. Shapeshifters are generally weak to gold. Um, so you got to figure out like if that's what you want to do if you're trying to kill this thing, gold is the way to do so it. So what we need is a bunch of gold weaponry. Thing says to the room. 
Oh, I see. Um, uh, okay. Then what do you think? There's one thing. They give you one thing. What is it? They give you one gilded weapon. Because gold, at least in our reality, is not strong enough to be made into a weapon. It's very soft. Mm, but there's a way of like gilding weapons, I guess, in this world. Yeah, and also these <clears throat> these things are sort of limited to what you would find in a chalet. So, yeah, that's true. It's so like, a, so it's a fire poker. Oh, yeah, or, or ski pole. <laughs> I was gonna say like a serving, like a fancy serving knife or carving knife. <laughs> no, I think I, ski pole is ski pole yeah. is the best. Yeah, so it's a ski pole, and you see that. Um, <laughs> Just the tip of the pole, like the spiky part before the flat bit. I don't know what their yeah, parts the tip are called. Of the pole. Yeah, the tip of the pole. Just the spike is um got a layer of gold on it. What the fuck is this? Did you just was it just like in a lost and found? <laughs> I say that to the room. <laughs> I probably knowing how enchantments work, probably. <laughs> so yeah, that's what you've got. You've got a pole. You've got the knowledge of what this creature is. But is it like, like are we going to be killing an innocent guy? Do we want to kill this guy? Like, should can yeah. we set them free? Is there a way of killing them that that we can set him free? And yeah, can I spell lore about that? Well, some say that death is the ultimate freedom. <gasps> That's what it says in the book. <laughs> Shut up, Wallbrand. <laughs> That's what it says literally at the end of every entry here. And I start flipping through, and it's like. Birds. Look, this is, a, this is an entry for a dog, and at the end it says, death is the ultimate freedom. <laughs> All dogs go to freedom. <laughs> so what what does Tuck want to spell lore about? I want to think about if I've ever come across anything in my travels mm. that uh, is an indication of how to release a spirit without killing the host. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Two to six plus wisdom. Five plus wisdom? Intelligence. Intel- zero. I want to so aid. Because yeah. I'm a druid. It's, it's only, you'd only be able to give him one. Wait, is Spellor plus intelligence or wisdom? It's intelligence. Oh, okay, yeah, five. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, there might not be a way. Mm. Like, there, like there, you might... It might just kill the person. Uh, okay. Uh, if it makes you feel any better, it's it's uh, given the ultimate freedom to a lot of residents and visitors here. Okay. Well, yeah. There we go. Moral absolution. <laughs> That's what all I was looking for, really. <laughs> Is a green light to kill this thing? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> also, I've, I've been doing a lot of contemplating on this beast, and I, I think if, if I feel strong enough, if I'm feeling up to it, I might be able to turn into... It. Mm, One yeah, of it. Capture the spirit? I might be able to capture... What if I can oh. draw the spirit of the caribou out of him? By turning into a caribou yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, worth looking into. That's worth trying. Because the thing is, is that like, yeah, so if you want to fight it, like with this pole, yeah, the only way is to kill it. Mm. But there might, like, Ving might have some sort of spirit bullshit that he can pull. Excuse me? <laughs> uh, Spiritual practices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And I look around the room, I try and think of a, a trap. That we could set. Oh, well, you have a trap expert. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of trap would Billy set for this thing? Uh, I guess a, mm, it's a caribou. And what do they eat? We do have a lot of smashed chocolates. Yeah, you also have a true. pile of like uh, shirt salad. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, oh three, yeah. three chicken carcasses. <laughs> you got a lot of shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah we Billy puts his hands up in frustration. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to do. And all the salad falls. Oh, that's <laughs> smart. All the rest of my salad falls out. And I'm like, yes. Everything <laughs> always works out in the end. I gather all my salad piles. Incredible. <laughs> so I pile up all my salad and uh, I start assembling my armor. Um, so like I put a dinner plate under my shirt and I, and, and I put a bowl on my head and I'm like, wish me well, boys. <laughs> Talk, maybe starts- you should go with him with, take this pole. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, if yeah. things I'm, go badly, I'm going with him and I'm like, Billy's leading the charge, but I, I'm back up and I wink at, uh, Vink. I'm like, yeah. Ah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Walbin's trying to make himself comfortable on the wrecked bed. Of yeah. course. I'll be in here. Okay, Ugh. you fucking weirdo. <laughs> All right, so carry the salad out, tiptoe again, sneaking. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. And Ving, are you gonna like hide I'm... nearby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that that works. I'll yeah. just I'll just stay incognito. Okay. Are we trying to trap it, or are we just trying to bring it close? A tra- like lure it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. And then, yeah, what's the plan after that? Uh, and then Ving's gonna try and shape shift. I'm gonna try and shape shift into it, more of a caribou. And if that doesn't work, I'll just fucking drive the ski pole into its heart. Okay, so right. I'll make a little, uh, like I'll make a trail of salad up the stairs uh-huh. to the landing where we are. And do you want to hide in like? I'm in the, the piano. Oh, you're Yo, the you're going to hide in the piano? Yeah. Good Blank, call. I'm super quiet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. What's Grimsby doing? Uh, the, like, the ruined bed is really bothering. As an elf, <laughs> it's really bothering me that this guy is trying to sleep in a bed and it's all cockeyed. And he's, so like, like, sliding down it. Yeah, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to figure out how to, like, you know, prop it up. <laughs> like, because it's going to be hard for another elf to do that mm. without being super conspicuous. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I'm trying to enchant the bed back into <laughs> proper might position. Have, might impress the elves too. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. You guys. Uh, you guys seem like you've got this under control, and if you don't, uh, you'll either die or I'll hear what's going on and come help. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. This uh, is really bothering me. Like you don't. You don't even understand. I. I'll see you guys. No, yeah, I had a friend with OCD once. I got a sense of what you're going through. <laughs> give me a give just Grimsby, just so we can come back to this at some point. Give me a two d six plus intelligence for defy danger. Fuck, terrible die. We'll come back to it. Yeah, <laughs> these ones are cursed. Yeah, those yeah. ones are not good. These are um wonderful. And um okay, so Billy, hmm. uh, tricks of the trade, I suppose, to set this trap. Okay. Um, so 2d6 plus your dexterity? Sure. I don't know what I rolled anymore. It was a four and a three. Oh, okay. Seven, nine, then. Oh, shit. Sorry. No, that's okay. Um. So with that, you... Okay, yeah. You. So you make it conspicuous, I believe, is mm-hmm. the... Boy, oh, boy. It's just salad. Yeah, this is just salad. <laughs> That's true. 
Uh, yeah, he does that thing where like a kid tries to do something like really ornate and like over the top, and it just looks like shit. Yeah. <laughs> like a flower like, girl when she's walking down the aisle. Yeah, and she's like doing a really bad. Yeah. <laughs> I hope she this... just dumps the whole thing right away. Like, yeah, <laughs> Billy, now make a trail so he comes. Yeah. And he just walks outside and dumps. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this. I thought I had more than I, I had. <laughs> So and we're just trying to be supportive. We're like, yeah, yeah, good job. I mean, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, you've you made your own choices. Yeah, it makes you stronger. Okay. You did a good job. I doubt it. So I, <laughs> I try to spread it out, but it's not. I'm slow, you know. And you're just like you're not slow, it. Billy. Yeah. You're just uh, contemplative. So you. <laughs> Billy doesn't know what that means, but he knows he got roasted. (laughs) (laughs) So on a seven to nine, you still do what you're trying to do, Uh but the GM will offer you two options between suspicion, danger, or cost. So it's going to be between danger and cost. What, what are the, what, what are the bad things? Uh, the bad thing would be that your, so danger would be that this thing is going to be on you way faster than you were ready for it to be. Mm -hmm. And cost is one you of your friends is going to get really hurt. Oh, I'll do uh, danger. Okay. So yeah. um, Tuck and Ving, you're in position yeah. hiding in your various pianos or whatever the fuck. Well, Ving is in the piano. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm kind of like guarding Billy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, Billy, you dump your lettuce out and you start spreading it around. And you're like, all right, I think this is going to work. And... Um, as you're like surveying your salad pile, your shirt salad pile, um, you hear just like slam, slam, and behind you, like underneath the <clears> landing, <throat> the hands come up, the like busted hoof hands, oh, and this thing fuck. hauls itself up right away. It's right behind you. Oh, jeez! Oh, I did a great job. Uh, <laughs> I try to run it's away from it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. So it's coming up over the landing. It's oh. like ripping the banister away. My salad. <laughs> You yeah. don't want it? No, and it wants it. It wants it. That's why it's here. All right. And um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you see this, uh, Ving and Tuck, you see this happen. Billy is right in front of this thing. What do you do? Uh, I kick Billy yeah, <laughs> as hard it. as I can to get him out. Oh, my God. All right. Like, uh, <laughs> this is because I love you. All right. Def- <laughs> Defy danger strength, I guess. I hope yeah. you don't get a good roll. Oh my god, am I gonna get hurt? I think, uh, yeah, you will. He's kicking you. Mm. I kick yes. him as softly and hard as I can. <laughs> like uh, one of those seven, eight, nine. <laughs> what? Um. Oh my god. Okay. Put your foot under him and flick as hard as you can. <laughs> What's yeah. it, so you said you kicked him as hard as you could? Yeah, because I wasn't. I was. I was thinking he was gonna come up the stairs, and then he came around here, and I was like, "Fuck!" And I was like, I <laughs> "Wham!" Yeah, like a it. soccer ball? Yeah. What's your damage die? Uh, D10. It's a D- Jessica, roll a D10. No, don't. <laughs> Eight. So, Fuck. Wow. <laughs> oh, no! So, Tuck just <laughs> nails you. Jeez! <laughs> Just absolutely oh. wails on you, but he, but you s- sail out of the way, but it hurts, and you slam into like, um, like a table, all the like, furniture. like one of those side. It has like some flowers in a vase on it, and it's just like wham, wham, like down the opposite oh. hallway from the rooms you were near, and on a, <laughs> on a nine, seven to nine, they also deal you damage. <laughs> so, what, Billy? What's your damage die? 
A D8. Okay, so Abdul, roll a D8. Four. <laughs> so you kick Billy, and the way that you kick him, you kick your leg right into his knife. <laughs> <laughs> you just wail Billy to get him out of the way, and it works, and you feel a sharp stabbing in your leg. Ah, uh, fuck. Yeah, and you take three damage because you still have natural armor. Yeah. And this beast is right in front of you what now. What was that? Did you did you kick fat Billy? <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. Okay. And I yelled down the hall Wait. like, Billy, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man. Uh, yeah, and this thing is right in front of you. Uh, and I'm like, Ving, if you're gonna do anything, do it right now, or else I'm gonna fucking stab this thing in the face. I pop out as a caribou. All right. Gold man struggle. 2d6 plus wisdom for shapeshift. Fuck! What'd you roll? Six. Six. Can someone aid him? I mean, if you can can describe how somebody's aiding. Grimsby! Bars Grim, help! <laughs> what happens when somebody calls Grimsby's true name? Oh, that um, I mean, if they call the true name in a moment of dire need, then uh, yeah, that that basically summons um any nearby elves. It's actually the name of all elves. Oh, because yeah. they're all one thing. Yeah. What? Wow. Elves. Elves. Sorry. Elves. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's the. Uh, it's the. It's not an elf's true name. It's the. It's the name. Ooh. The true name of all elves. Hell yeah! yeah. I am into oh. that. Wow. So, and because it's the, it's like a secret <coughs> name. That's why they're so chill with being called elves yeah because it's they're like well i mean it's better than being called bars grim by everyone and having our secret out so damn yeah wow okay that's awesome so i think okay (laughs) so tuck you're you're standing in front of this thing it's like drool dripping out of its jaws Mm -hmm. it's like human eyes are wild bugging out in its head Mm -hmm. and you hear you're like, Ving, do something now, or it's going to get real. I'm going to have to try and kill this thing. Mm-hmm. And he pops out, and he does not do what he was trying to do. And you hear him yell, Bars Grim, and there's silence for a moment. And then little doors start popping out of the floor and uh, the walls, and some out of the ceiling. Cool. And there's just a sea of wrinkly <laughs> potatoes pouring out of every opening. <laughs> And there's just like dozens of elves, mm-hmm. elves, and they they come and they look at Ving, and they're all like, ah, "What do you need? What do you need?" I need to be one of these now. I need to be an elk. Well, we can't help you with that, but <laughs> fuck. I think I think we can slow it down. And they all turn around and they just start swarming this thing. Whoa, they're I'm like, going to ask them to give me one of his antlers. Okay. I need one of his antlers. All right. And they give you a little salute, and they're like, <laughs> and they start climbing up this thing, and they're just climbing it like a jungle gym, and they're on top of it, and they get one of the, they're grabbing the antlers. Basically have like a Leatherman, like multi-tool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they flip out the little saw part. Yeah. And they're just like, <clears throat> and they start sawing at this thing's antlers, and Jeez. it's flipping out. It's smacking elves across the room. Elves. 
elves. It's smacking elves across the room, and uh, but they're hardy folk. They're not going down without a fight, and um, they do. They get a antler off because they live to serve. Okay, your wish is their command, and they toss it to you. And since you're using the true name of elves, like you're getting the plus one. Like that's yeah. a serious narrative <laughs> okay. deal. What do you do? And he and he goes down on one knee a little bit, like. Mm-hmm. So then I, uh, I, I, uh, I hold it tight mm-hmm. and I turn into the caribou. Awesome. Wow. Beautiful. <laughs> so you start to, you start to channel this like caribou spirit mm-hmm. and, um, Tuck, you're just kind of, there's a bunch of fucking elves everywhere and Billy, you're picking yourself up and you see mm-hmm. all these little dudes start coming out of doors near you and rushing over to this big monster. And, uh, Ving is undergoing a change, and you mm. see his body start to shift. Yeah. But it more like half and half, like him. Like, yeah, so I'm doing that. My hooves into fingers, and mm-hmm. the the transformation of pulling it is really yeah. hard. It's not it's not coming as easily. So yeah. in the process of trying to draw a caribou, mm-hmm. he ends up taking on yeah totally the look of it for a bit. Yeah, so it's like you're you you see that this beast is there's something happening to it as well. Mm-hmm. You see it. It's jerking around. Its body is shifting. You can hear bones popping as like Ugh. joints realign and muscles move. And uh, it starts to shrink in size. And the fur starts to like slough off of it just in piles on the floor. And the, uh, like eventually the other antler starts to like bend and melt. And it just hits the ground as like liquid gold. Whoa. And um, then there's just a like naked, dirty, bedraggled man lying on the ground. And Ving, that sh- that change has come to you. Come you to feel me. you feel the the spirit of caribou being drawn out of this person. You. Yeah, yeah, and you're like this frantic it's caribou okay. spirit. You're kind of making contact with yeah. it. It's been in pain for so long, and it <clears> starts <throat> to come to you, and you feel that same like angry change come over you. You you form your hands into hooves, and they start to crack and break. Mm. And you're trying to keep the cracks like together. The freedom from that gold is calming the spirit mm-hmm. as well. You can feel. And uh, eventually you just become, you feel your the change take over and you're this stately, beautiful caribou. And there's silence. And there's the labored breathing of this man on the floor. Mm-hmm. Got some clothes! Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I poke him with the ski pole, with the butt end of the ski pole. I'm like, are you okay? He moans, but he, he his eyes flutter open, and he looks frantic for a second, but he lays back down, and he breathes, and it looks like he goes right to sleep. Hey, can we have this gold? He doesn't say anything. Yeah, I take that as tacit agreement, <laughs> <laughs> and I pick it up. Yeah, it's this sort of like half-melted, like misshapen lump of gold. I pour it into the shape of my purse. Yeah, I crack it into three, and I give a third to... Yeah. I guess you, I put it in your mouth, and I give a third to, to Billy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you want this gold? No. You can use it to buy food. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, this like man is breathing, and the, the, elves, the elves look at him, and um, they're all kind of chattering to each other, like, oh, this person needs help this is a this is a folk in need we know what to do with people like this <laughs> we got a spare room and they uh they give a nod to ving the user of the or the speaker of the true name thank you thank, thank you, you for your help 
Mm. Anytime they give you a little two finger salute and they and take this guy off. Wait, before they go, mm-hmm. I want to reach, like <laughs> kneel down to them and be like, "Hey, are you? Um, you guys aren't keeping people here like against their will, right? Like they can leave whenever they want." Oh, oh, of course, of course, we would never. I mean, that was the reason. This was the reason. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure this wasn't some kind of like Hotel California situation. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm like, I'm also like. Also, you should be nicer to Grimsby because he is a good elf and he is in there fucking fixing a bed for you guys. You're all at the doorway at this point because they were dragging him further down the hall and you see Grimsby's like hammering away at his bed. And the bed is not going well. Yeah, I got a three on that roll earlier. (laughs) Yeah, and he's just like, he's up to his fucking elbows. Really only good at paperwork. <laughs> Do they go and uh, help him? Yeah. That's a lovely end of the... Yeah. And they're, and, they're, and they're like, um, they're looking at Grimsby really trying, like really giving it his all, and they sort of look at each other, and they're like, the work is half the job. And a couple of them peel off and walk into the room, and Grimsby, they start helping you lift up the bed, and mm. Walbin's just <laughs> going to town on a roast chicken. He's half asleep. How Disgusting. Mi- he's fucking what a weirdo this guy is. At least is. five chickens yeah. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I, I, as I turned back to one of the elves, I was like, how many chickens does this guy eat every day? And they, one of them's just like, that one, at some point, numbers don't matter. <laughs> And they, they take they take the man off to a room and the door closes and you hear like a fire start up. Oh. No, like a nice oh, thank God. fireplace fire. Like we made it him. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's it's just like it's just kinda nice in here now. There's something something about it has just become more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. The vibe has changed for sure. And the Did- elves help Grimsby out and a lot of them disappear. They start going back through holes and or uh, through holes in the walls. You know, uh, guys, come on! It's what, late. They went I'm so back. tired. It is crazy how you make everything sexual. I was trying to say holes and doors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I admire your efficiency. <laughs> so you could have said doles. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's the sort of thing where like a trap door will open up and the one will drop down, and then you'll turn around where you thought one was before, and they were gone, and then uh, wait, uh, but b- before everyone. When leaves, I want What? Nothing. Keep. What are you gonna do? Do you want? Do you guys like? I mean, like the whole house is pretty fucked up. Do you guys want us to stay and help fix it? Well, you know how enchantments work, right? Honestly, oh. not really. Yeah. <laughs> but it's an exchange. Oh yeah. And these elves, <laughs> right? These elves have been looking after these people and keeping them safe. Well, more or less. For a long time now. Uh, I'm just saying the bill is getting pretty big. Fuck. Okay. Oh. And I take out my gold. And I'm like, here, take this Fine. gold. Here you go. Uh, j- j- it's not for me. Just leave it on the counter. Oh, okay. What, the, like the entrance? Yeah, like, by, the, by the bell. Okay, yeah, I'll leave it by the bell. <laughs> I came so far for this gold. It's fine. We'll find... It's literally... It is so easy to pick up a random job in this world. Really? It's yeah. fucking crazy. Everyone, you guys get jobs all the time? Oh, everyone all the time. wants to hire you for whatever. Do you think they'll want to hire us? Yeah, I'm sure. probably. I'm sure. Can like, I come with you? Yeah. 
Are we a team? Yeah. Yeah, man. Can we be friends? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. This is a great Christmas. This is a great Charles. Charles Eve. Eve. <laughs> Charles Eve. This is a great Charles Eve. And the three friends left the chalet and headed back down the mountain with their friend Grimsby in tow and arrived at the quiet mountain town of Proston. Um, Grimsby, since it's Charles Eve, I, I was thinking that you said that you could use a new pair of shoes and I, uh, I stole these ones off of an orphan child and I push like little elf-sized shoes towards them. Oh, t- Tacoma. You shouldn't have. Yeah, no, here, take them. Uh, from a moral perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, to make it okay, morally, Billy was the one that stole the shoes from the kid. Yeah, it really was me. And it was a really shitty kid. Oh, he was such a shit. Oh, he's shittier now. Yeah. yeah. What a what a what a thoughtful gift. You're welcome. This will make trekking across the world that much easier for me. Grisby, what what are you gonna get up to? Where are you gonna go? Oh, uh, hmm. I think I might uh, try and head across the Sea of Graves and see see how elves do over in McCall. Yeah, when you get there, uh, if you could go to the grave of. Bruce Spruce, and lay a white lily on it for me. I would appreciate that. That's a flower. Of course, Tacoma. Mm. That's our Grimsby. (laughs) 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 And as they left, the sun began to rise on a new Charles Eve, on a new day, on a new life. And as the three traveled south to adventure, fame, and glory, they would eventually arrive at a new adventure in the town of Mudlark, and things would be grand until Ving died. It was pretty rough. (laughs) (laughs) And, And so, happy Charles Eve to you and yours. And then some other stuff, presumably. And also, there's a fire here, too. It's so warm. And there's a cat curled in a lap, and it's beautiful. And look at the twinkling lights. And as you rest in your home, I hope that it's just great for everybody, including you. And that's it. No, what? wait, that's... You're supposed to do the thing. What's the thing? Like, the whole thing. What's the whole thing? To all a good night? No, like... Oh, the whole thing blah, that... Blah, blah, blah. Oh, the blah. cat, and there's a fire and stuff? And yeah. there's the sheep <laughs> asleep. <laughs> Can Billy say, Charles, bless us, everyone? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> say yeah. that at the end. So a happy Charles Eve to you and yours. Wherever you are, I hope that it's great. I'm, no, that was... No. What are you? What are you talking about? I'm. I'm just saying, like a, like a nice, like. Oh, it's, I hope you have a lovely time. Oh, okay, and, I, I understand. And now. a happy Charles Eve. I, I understand. I understand. Okay.
And a happy Charles Eve to you. <laughs> no, you have to do the whole <laughs> long thing. Like, okay, with the, right. like, you have to set a thing and then you have to wish everyone a happy Charles Eve. <laughs> but you have to do it not shittily. That's not shittily. That's a great ending right oh, there. Oh. Just, just Jessica you admonishing you. everything else. It's so much detail but this you're like leaving everything out no because i thought that we were doing the joke one i know what you mean do the okay do it okay so what we're saying is a like wherever you are with the people that you love i hope you have a happy charles eve sort of thing is that what we're talking about sure but make it nice it better be nice sean hey it better be nice probably won't be now that's for sure (laughs) Wait, what am I supposed to say? Uh, Charles, bless, bless us, us, everyone. everyone. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what to just fucking do the thing. But do it good, yeah, for Christ's sake. Jessica's just been asking the, you to... We've just, been here for five hours! Think of the opposite of your vows. Think of the nicest thing you could say about Charles Eve, who we all love. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And say I know that. you're not good at saying nice things. <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. It's good. It's fine. I'm just gonna drink some of this. <laughs> I think that is the key, and it's all, it's all great. <laughs> and so wherever you, I'm so hiccup hiccupy now. And so wherever you are, I hope that you are curled up by the fireside with the people that you love, with the snow falling down. And the winds rushing past your window. And enjoy what Charles Eve is all about. Love. Friendship. And almost murdering an elk creature. Happy Charles Eve, everyone. Charles, bless us, everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, what are we doing for Sun Dip? I've, I, there's like a town down on the other side of the mountain. They've got like a crazy Sun Dip party. Sun Dip, Fun Dip. Yeah, they do have Fun Dip there. <laughs> it's mostly halfling white powder. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything else that we need to do? I don't think so. Nope. Cool. Now that we've established uh, yet another synonym for halfling white powder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, sun dip, fun dip. There's a lot of different kinds of cocaine. Well, there's there's halfling white powder, grindstone, fun dip, uh, white, root. white root, ghost root. No, oh, no, ghost root. Fun thing. dip's yeah. ketamine. Yeah. <laughs> I I am convinced that Abdul is personally obsessed with cocaine. It's <laughs> the funniest drug. It's a serious addiction. I know, but it's fucking hilarious because it makes you so so excited about such dumb shit. <laughs> Cut all this. Yeah. Uh, happy Charles Eve. Everyone. <laughs> happy Charles. Eve. Happy Charles Eve, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>